Live for Iconoclash Season 1, Episode 17. My name boom, is boom, boom. Kyle Keezy, person, <laughs> if you say so, whoever that guy is, if uh, man guy. And this is my partner. I'm Dick Pepperfield. <laughs> Dick Pepperfield, I like that name. What's that reference? It's from Semi Pro. Oh, he's one of the uh, announcers that covers the basketball Okay, games. I like that man. That's good stuff. And the other guy's Lou Redwood. See, uh, you, Lou Redwood, do, Dick Pepper. Do you just have Do you just have knowledge of this stuff, or did you look it up? Um, so up until like last episode, mm-hmm. I'm just kind of pulling them out of left field. Yeah. Kind of like uh, this. Yeah. Um, with the exception of when I did the three amigos after I did the first amigo, right. then I did the other two amigos. But um, now you got a lineup. Well, that one I thought of last week and I saved it. That's a good one. I like Dick Pepperfield. Dick Pepperfield. All right, I should have saved Lou Redwood. Here it is. Oh, hey, clashing! I got my K mug. Ends is rocking the Benjamin Franklin mug. And if you Yiddick. and if you want, you can rock yourself an Iconoclash mug yes. right now by ordering yes. at Iconoclash.net. Yiddick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, check out these for for watchers. We got ends business cards. I got my cards. new business cards. <laughs> good stuff. We yes, didn't get sir. Iconoclash.net in time for that to be on there, but it's all good. We tried. We tried. Well, you tried. I, I did. Yeah, we were a couple hours late. That's how close we were. Yeah. So this episode, this is episode 17. So this episode is dedicated to the Juggalos. Because we 17 in. Whoop, whoop. Beaming and 17 in. <laughs> well, speaking of Juggalos, I was watching some um, uh, Juggalo related in, uh, stuff the other day. I know. I, I don't know why. I just was clicking around on YouTube and I found uh, when they were on Sway in the morning. I didn't know that they were ever on Sway. Yeah. Anymore. And that sounds like a really odd place for them to I be. I know, right? They don't fit in on that show at Dude, all. Dude, it was very odd. Um, they It must have been back because they did. Did the, Sway have them do the five fingers of death? No, they didn't do any music. Yeah, they can't shit. do that. <laughs> they they do not belong to the five fingers of death. <laughs> what was interesting? The Valley about, of the Hyenas. I don't even know what that is. You've um, never seen Five Fingers of Death? No. What is that? Okay, Sway. He has this thing where rappers come on and they do the five fingers of death. That's where they rap, out, like, and that's where he yells, the, "It's the Valley of the Hyenas." What's that even mean? It's just like survival of the fittest. You got to be the illest rapper. Ah, but like okay. basically, what it is is he puts on five beats in a row, mm. and you got to rap to him. Oh. And you don't know what they're going to be. You think you could do that? Yeah. You want to do that on the show sometime? Not today. I won't, I'll do I won't it. I don't care. I mean, the, uh, like, they don't have to be freestyles. Like, Sway okay. will be like, yo, if you ain't, like, spit a written, you know what okay. I'm saying? Just spit. That's cool. But every beat, they just have to find something and spit to it. Okay. It's fucking tight. Well, what, and if, you, if you're going to look it up, yeah. look up Shia LaBeouf. I have seen that. I have seen that. Shia LaBeouf did the Five Fingers of Death freestyle. He fucking first of all, it. First of all, he absolutely was freestyling. Yeah. It was obviously freestyle. Second of all, Shia LaBeouf raps better than 99.9% of rap. Like, that dude was going ham. Let's go ahead. I was loving Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf, you got the the bar card. I give it to you. Let's go. Let's just go ahead and I salute you. It was better than a Monster Bash, bro. Sway. Here we go. Look, he just scrubbed out. Had their knock. All right, hold up. I'll show you guys. He be snapping, though. Truce required. I'm hired. I'm the go-to guy for fire. I'm... When the truth's not needed, I beat it. I come from La Migra Street's kid. I'm Gyro. Why is he acting up? Backing up when the trash is up. With his trash he hits like a stride halfway through. Why, yeah. Because I'm testing me for the best of me. Trying to ensure this legacy. Geico. <laughs> 
talk shit, I'll pop up, I'm popping these, popping G, popping C. I, I love that he's, he's rocking like this old school shitty, like, uh, he's rocking shit. Sweater and transcending. <laughs> God damn, it's a hell of a day. Sat here jammed between Heather and Sway. Sir, I'm the bell of the ball. Never thought my rhyme style was eligible. <laughs> None of this is written, bro. I don't care what anybody says. Bell like, this ball. is not written. Eligible. That's tight. Found freestyle with Sway. You would think I was a pro now. I say amen, I'm just amen who's chasing elation In my occupation, who's patient Who comes from below the basement, from the pavement Then I got an agent, then I done made it Past Tom Hanks replacement Goddamn my life Ugh, Shia, ugh, so nasty Check Twitter, how the zeitgeist feels Ugh 45 is what I just killed Ugh, he's going ham Ugh, Shia LaBeouf, that's the Oh shit Put out an album, I'll buy that shit <laughs> he does i'll slap that shit well let me tell you about icp on there they were um this was obviously back be- right before the juggalo march they were on there to promote that i think and uh <laughs> it was weird though because they were like they immediately they, like start talking about eminem like within like uh, two minutes not much but they were just like Why? oh no they were just like he's like uh because they're on shade 45 or whatever he's like yeah this is an, uh, like jay's like this is an honor to be here you know we're here uh repping detroit eminem shout out like he was like yo that shit's all old like they was like they both. That's said, cool. They was like that's like high school shit. That's what we call it. You know, we're all over that shit. You know, it was actually really cool to see him say that because I never watched that interview. I was gonna say why are they just like immediately bringing up that no, old shit? No, but yeah. if it's like that, like that's cool to me. Then like yeah, sway actually. Like, I'm I'm super down with like people squashing shit and moving on. Yeah, it was cool. Um, so you know that was that happened and then they just kind of bullshitted and talk. They didn't talk much about um music. Uh, they they talked about how they came up and like uh, you know their path and shit like that. But I mean, they, Sway gave him props. You know, like he, they didn't. It wasn't like a weird thing at all. It was actually pretty dope. You know, Sway does not give everybody props. Yeah, that's not like he just nice to whoever's on really? the show. Really? Like I, n- I never watch him, so I, I never I, see. You have the answer, Sway. No, <laughs> Kanye. This going losing his fucking uh, mind on Sway in the morning. And he's uh, like Kanye. I'm not telling you. I'm asking you a question. <laughs> No, I didn't see that. Yeah. Um, but uh, besides that, I did watch... Um, I, actually, I know why I watched that. I, for some reason, it popped up on my YouTube. They did a uh, Juggalo Cypher a few months ago, back when they were in Columbus. Um, they did the Cypher in at the Newport, actually. And uh, I never watched it. I was like, let me watch this shit, just so I can say I watched I've seen, it. I think they have a few of them, but I've they seen do. some. I don't know if I've seen that one. I think I would have recognized the Newport, so I probably haven't. Yeah. But I have seen some, and they've been pretty fucking terrible bro <laughs> yeah they aren't very good this one wasn't very good either but it did they uh debuted their new artist ouija on it uh, oh you know that guy is uh he was like in a group before he was yes i did called swag tooth i've heard of i him. like know the other guy that was really? in the group yeah that's pretty cool I, I mean that dude he could spit but i, I don't mean, know him I, I, i'm I an acquaintance of you're him, aware but, of yeah. them um, like i got him on facebook like i you know what i'm saying like i kind of know the, him that dude can spit but he's i mean more of the same you know what i mean it ain't nothing he's not anything. i saw him in a cypher and i wasn't impressed yeah it was okay um i mean it, i think twist is doing the same thing like twisted did a cypher i think and um i don't remember everybody i remember i like gmo ski i want to say i didn't like anybody else i might have liked twisted yeah I mean, because I, I think Twisted can rap, so yeah. like maybe um, I like Twisted. You you ever listen to a Big Hoodoo? He can spit. Um, that you know did. that he was the voice of the uh, rapper on Dead Island. Really? 
the dead, the, there's a rapper character that you can play as. Oh shit! And Big Hoot. It was before anybody knew who he yeah. was, but he yeah, he had he had like the song on the soundtrack. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, the dude he can spit. I mean, he's probably yeah. legitimately like, the best lyricist on Psychopathic, but he's still not like anything to um, write home about. Oh, speaking of nothing to write home about, I listened to most of that J Cole album. You didn't like it? <laughs> I mean, it's just like I, I don't give a fuck about anything. It's really saying. satirical. Uh, listen, and I even made a note about this because I know you said that, but I mean, if every fucking song is supposed to be satire and they're metaphorical, not all, like they're not the overall arching, almost like, every song concept. was like this typical same bullshit, like He's rap, making fun typical of rap, but every fucking like, song, come like on. Kevin's heart, like that's a good song, bro. The only decent song on it was, um, to me was ATM. And that's just that song it was, was fire. That's just cause it was catchy, but, but that's satirical. But all he was talking about was fucking money. I mean, that's satirical. Okay, but, like that's the point of that. But song, at what though. point does it stop being satirical and it just become him just rapping about money? You know what I mean? Well, he doesn't rap about money. Well, like, he that did. Was, Right, intentionally for the purpose of satire. Okay, on so song. where's the line though? But like, if you listen to J Cole's category, that's not, or catalog, that's not what he raps about. But let's say, let's say for example, I made a song just about like being, uh, you know, like we we did that song uh, we made you, where I thought we talked about uh, being like rich and famous. That is that's satirical. But literally, how's how's the hook on that song go? Uh, I, don't, I haven't listened to it that many times. He, um, I thought maybe you you knew because it, it it is catchy and shit. I can't remember what he says, but that's like like I think that's a good song, but that's not even like one of my favorite songs. In the it's album. legitimately the best song on it. I like me. KOD a lot. I like Kevin's Heart's probably my favorite. I think 1985 is fire. I mean, I, I, as I was listening to it, there's nothing remarkable about it. There's nothing that stood out to me. The dude can spit, but I mean, I, I don't. I can't. I hesitate to call you like a good rapper if you're just you, if you can you can uh, throw some bars together, but they're meaningless, you know. Which to me, they all are. You were the only person to listen to that album that was like meaningless. That is like one of the deepest albums to come out in a long time. Maybe it's over my head then, but maybe it is. I don't uh, it know. might be. Um, I I don't know either, but it just seemed like I mean, if you were if I were to listen to that or like that whole album is about like name how rappers are influencing our youth in a negative way. But he's that's also, what it's about. But you can if you make a song in that same genre and just say it's satire, that doesn't make it satire. That's not what it was though. It was satire. But it sounds just like all the other shit. How is it satire? I mean, that's part of the satirical satirical aspect of it. I, I don't buy that. I mean, like he's intentionally using like flows that other rappers have used. Really? Like, like he, like he's not just like flowing on his own. Like there are songs where he's intentionally imitating other rappers and things like that. Here's, here's exactly the note I made. I said, ATM is kind of catchy. The subject matter is garbage. Then I even said this, I put this in my notes. It says, if every song is a metaphorical, sarcastic commentary on society, at what point do you cross the line between tongue in cheek and sincere? Well, I mean, obviously the artist's um, intention has everything to do with that. But how, how but are you supposed to for, figure out his example, intention? How are you, up, how you supposed up, to figure that shit out? Pull up the uh, music video for ATM okay, and look at it. I get, no, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, no, pull up the music video. I'm not talking about the music video. I, I know you're not. I'm asking you to pull up the music video. Okay, I will, it. but hold on. If I were to just, if I was just a casual guy going through the fucking store or browsing Google Play Store and I stumbled upon his music and said, oh, that sounds decent. Let me buy it. And I listened to it and it just sounds like all the other same old shit and I'm not watching the video. How in the flying fuck would I know it's satire? Well, first of all, J. Cole's like one of the biggest artists in the world right now. So nobody just stumbles across J. Cole without knowing who he is without somebody like me giving you something okay, so you that you have, wouldn't listen to. You have to, to have homework. a backstory on this motherfucker no, to know that his music is point. satire, no, even though it sounds like the same old shit. That's the point is 
you don't need a backstory because it's supposed to be something everybody knows. Everybody that's listening to J. Cole knows. How? They know his position on these issues. But second of all, if I'm just talking about the music for what it is, though, like besides the backstory and the person it is and shit, like if you if I'm listening to the music and it's saying this, how the fuck am I supposed to know that he's not actually thinking this? Well, is it the artist's responsibility for the way that you absorb music? No. It's no, not. It's just his. It's, exactly. his, it's his responsibility to tell his, exactly. his tale however he wants to tell it's, it. And it's his it's responsibility. your responsibility to receive it however you receive it. You're right. So and that's you how can I receive it, it that way. And that's perfectly fine. Sure. But that doesn't mean that it's not satire. Sure. Or anything like that. I agree. The only thing I'm saying is in that same vein, I, I'm li- literally listening it as an outsider who ne- literally until last week, I'm, I swear to God, I've never heard of J. Cole. And do you live under a rock? Like <laughs> J. Cole is one of those things. I'm not saying I, I know you don't like hip hop like that. Yeah. I'm just saying like J. Cole is one of those things where like I don't need to listen to country to know who uh, Kenny Chesney is. OK. Like I'm aware of Kenny Chesney. Regardless, he's pop culturally big enough okay. that I'm I'm aware. J. Cole is the same thing. Let's okay, then let's let's look at it like this then. If Kenny Chesney makes a bunch of songs about being a fucking redneck and driving his truck around and losing his girl, but then he just says, Oh, that's all satire. I'm just kidding. Like, how am I supposed to know that? You know what I mean? How would well, you know I th- that? I I really think that this album is overwhelmingly more obvious than you're making it out to be, especially with the album cover. I mean, it says on the album cover, it has a sentence that says this is not to glorify drugs or whatever it says. Okay, you're right. It says it straight up on the album. What does that have to do with um, the song about literally just being rich and making money, which is what ATM is about? Because ATM is a different comment. It's a commentary on a different issue in the same vein. Not every song is specifically about drugs. They're all about hip hop and how hip hop is influencing things overwhelmingly the album is about drugs but look yeah. see how this is very obviously satirical no he's just it looks like he's being goofy sure but i mean that's how videos are i i don't I bro take, he's got I a bunch of money bags with cartoon like money signs written on them yeah look he's trapped in the prison of money okay and then why is he literally talking about be- making money that's all this song is because about. Because he's talking about song, rappers. It's not actually about making money. There's nothing in this song that leads me to believe that he's not actually just a uh, money-loving He's sitting in a... He's trapped inside the walls of money. That to me That's looks metaphorical. like he loves... It looks like he loves money to me. Well, then I mean, I guess you're just missing the point. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> he just because, just because you're not grasping it, up, it. Count it up. Count it up. Count it. But that said, this is the best song in the album. I mean, <clears throat> I would disagree. Count it. Count it up. I would disagree about that. Look, look, it's all the kids listening to what he's saying. Okay. So in order to understand this guy's music, you better go read his Wikipedia and listen to interviews of him just to understand that he's he's a satirical rapper making fun of the mainstream, even though he's participating in it. Maybe. Maybe that's the case if you're one of the four people in the world that's never heard of J. Cole. But you could say that he's participating in it. He's very vocally like against the norms of hip-hop. He has been on record talking about artists selling their soul. Like, he has songs about artists selling out and selling their soul. Like, he's talking about Kanye and all kinds of shit on his last album. Like, he doesn't feature other artists on his albums. Okay. Like, on this album, he's got, like, two features from Kill Edward. It's him. Oh, okay. He doesn't feature other rappers on his... Because he's not into, like... He doesn't do... 
all the mainstream hip hop stuff. That's why he doesn't wear designer clothes. All of his clothes look like mine. Yeah, I, I that's get, why is he grew his hair out. Now it's just like nappy. He doesn't. He has a song called Crooked Smile where he's talking about how when he made it into the game, he thought about fixing his teeth and he decided not to because he's perfect the way he is. and He doesn't need to play the whole Hollywood game like he's very I mean, that's admirable. Historically, like this is all what he is. So now he put out the satirical album and you can say I'm not familiar with him. So to me, it perceives as I, I perceive it this way. But he's always been saying the same he, he's been delivering the same message that he's delivering on this album he's just delivering it a different way and you're not you just don't like it I guess and that's okay I mean yeah you're right this isn't not for me I mean in all honesty this shit, this shit Look, is not for he's me giving, he's giving an arm and a leg to buy a car yeah but it's, I mean I get it I get how that's funny but it's not supposed music, to just be funny though it's metaphorical do not correspond to a song but it's like, not just anymore. metaphorical so, he's doing it to say like you'll sell your soul for a car like yeah. you'll do you'll do anything for possessions sure and this video is supposed to illustrate that well maybe um i i mean i'm sure that if i was um if i listened maybe if i read up on him and listened to more and shit like that i would have a different <laughs> opinion but as an as I, I mean i'm as close to it as it can get to somebody who's a fucking outsider when it comes to his music and as an outsider listening to his music it sounds like more of the same I mean, to me, all that says is you're I mean, just not getting so, so it. If, so if Lil Pump says uh, Gucci Gang's all satirical, I'm just supposed to take his word for it, too. Or do the I last to, song on this album is dissing Lil Pump. Sure, but do I have to go watch, uh, read all about Lil Pump's Wikipedia and watch interviews with him and listen to all of his old albums and understand the, the nuance of all his writing and uh, you know wording in order just to enjoy a fucking song that sounds like it's talking about you know loving money? But I have to, in order to see the big picture, I need to do, I need to be a fucking, uh, um, little pump enthusiast to know that Gucci gang is about the world. You know, is that, is that, I mean, what's the difference is all I'm saying. Well, I mean, again, this goes back to the same thing that I just said. You don't have to, like, if you don't understand it and that's not his responsibility to make sure that you understand it, he created his art and his, whatever likeness he wanted to create it in. Sure. So like, you don't have to like it. You're right. I don't. And you, can and feel I don't. However, you can feel however you want, but that doesn't change what it is. I gotcha. I so like that. if you misunderstand it, like chalk it up as to a misunderstanding. Yeah. Well, but, I, like your perception of what this album was is not at all what it is. Well, you have to understand, you know, again, as an outsider, how how that looks. I mean, if, it, if that looks like like that to me, that's probably Cole doesn't give a fuck about what you think. I, I get it. But he doesn't care about how you're perceiving. It. I he understand. Care. But the whole reason we're talking about him right now is because you brought him up last week as something I should listen to. Well, I was this under the impression I took away from it. I was under the impression you would appreciate appreciate it. Yeah. As it was meant to be appreciated. I had no idea that you were going <laughs> to so far miss the mark here. Yeah. I got you. I mean, it is what it is. You know, I, I'll give it another listen. It, it wasn't, you know, the worst shit I've ever heard. But I mean, I, I would 100% rather listen to somebody who's not just fucking trying to make a metaphorical satire on society and just listen to fucking Tupac talk about gangster rap. Honestly, I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, a lot of my music, like a, a lot of my music is metaphorical. Sure. Most music is. I get it. Most music's not. Okay. Most music is not. Okay, if you say so. Some is. Mm -hmm. I would agree. <laughs> Especially not most hip-hop. Yeah, that's true. Most hip-hop is not even close. You're right. Um, but like a large portion of my catalog is. So for me, when I hear you say something like this, it's natural for me to want to defend it, not because I love J. Cole, but because 
it would be so easy for somebody to misinterpret my music. And right. I'm not really concerned if somebody like if somebody misinterprets, like if you miss the fucking point, if you listen to Mad Hatter off a of beautiful and you didn't get it. Well, I don't really care. Well, I, th- I mean, I think your shit is a little If you more... listen to the weatherman off of 24 and yeah. you don't understand what it's actually about, I don't really care. Sure. Um, I, I, I get what you're saying. I there. wrote it for me to be what I want. Of course. To be. Of course. And, uh, you know, more power to him. What he's doing works and he has shitloads of fans and money and, you know, it's working out for him. By no means am I suggesting that he shouldn't do that. I'm just saying why it doesn't fucking work for me personally. And that's perfectly fine. Yeah, obviously. I'm just saying... You're you saying can, you I'm can, stupid for not. No, no, no. I'm saying you can feel however you want about it. And I'm not telling you you're wrong for feeling that yeah. way. I'm just telling you that you're not perceiving it the way it's intended to be perceived. I gotcha. That's it. Okay. Fair enough. Like, I think if J. Cole listened to an album the same way that you listened to this, he would probably agree with you. Yeah. But the point is, it's not what you thought it was. Okay. I mean, I guess once you're once you're an established rapper and you already have a fan base, you can kind of do whatever the fuck you want and not give a fuck at that point. Um, especially if it's if it's working out, you know, again, I, I hope he continues doing that because that seems like an awesome thing. I me personally, when I listen to music, I look for I listen for music that a kind of speak either speaks directly to me like uh, you know i can relate to what they're saying maybe um they're even if they're telling a story that i don't relate to it's a story that i can follow along and like enjoy or um um you know even like tupac like i don't relate at all to tupac but i still enjoyed listening to more of his songs because he just like kept it real and it was just like his thoughts and opinions on things. It wasn't just like him making a pretend funny song that's supposed to sound real. And uh, da, da, da. I'm sure he has songs like that. Don't get me wrong. Everybody does. But um, if you're saying like every fucking song on his is like that, then it's definitely no, not saying a, this a, album not me. because every song on that album that I heard sounded like same old shit. I mean, I think it might've helped had you, I mean, I wouldn't think this would be a prerequisite to listening to the album, but maybe if you were more in tune with, what's going on in hip hop. Like if you were more familiar with like the things that he was flipping. Sure. I would. It might've helped. Cause like there are songs where he's, he's rapping like other rappers. Yeah. And if you haven't heard those other rappers, you wouldn't even know that he was doing that. Okay. But he is intentionally like there, there's videos of people like saying like J Cole's biting flows. Yeah. He's not biting flows. He's doing it on purpose. You're supposed to catch it. Right. You're supposed to realize he's, I mean, I'm being I, satirical. I'm not like a very, I, I don't really consider myself like a very deep person. I mean, even every song I've ever written is like the most shallow, like in your face, like obvious bullshit ever. And I guess that's maybe that's just how I think. So that kind of music speaks to me more than, you know, deep metaphorical, you know, tongue in cheek, pretend rap. I guess, <laughs> which is what you're, I call. I mean, I what feel I like you're that. intentionally trying to be like as disrespectful as possible about this. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm really not. I, I I listened to it with an open ear. I really tried. You know, I truly. You didn't did. like 1985. I don't remember it. It was that forgettable. Play it and just listen to the words and tell me that you can't vibe with that. It's where he's making fun of Lil Pump. Lil Pump dropped a diss record saying "fuck J Cole, fuck J Cole, fuck J Cole, fuck J Cole." That's all in it. Why Lil Pump not like him? Is this it? Lil Pump sucks, bro. <laughs> Is it? No. Uh, he like this. That motherfucker is like. Oh, here's one. Maybe. That's not it. Oh, here it is. Original song. I'll oh, go two nope. times speed for the original. Here we go. Hold up. Oh, we can't. Oh, here we go. 
That's close, but it's not two speed. I got some good advice. Never it's still a little. It's slow. like this. This fucking song does not exist on YouTube. <laughs> uh, here, I can play it from my computer. But like the, I like, do want to hear it. So hold on, let me pull it up. Like he's not doing real fancy raps. He's just making a point, and the point that he's making, he makes well. Like I often, and I would have to believe you would have to like it. I often listen to songs and like I, I try to think about like the mind state that that person must have been in to write it because some songs like it blows my mind that they like not only recorded it but like I mean especially if it has like a very boring like stupid beat the lyrics are you know very forgettable the hook is boring as fuck and dumb and then i think like they really like wrote this spent a lot of time recording it put it on a fucking album and like we're like yep perfect i it blows my mind that you know a lot of those songs he did that with i can't I, this it, album's great it blows All my right, fucking mind play right. this song and listen to the words listen he's talking a little pop all right you're familiar enough with Lil Pump to know. I only know Gucci Gang. That's all you need. You've seen him, right? Yeah. Okay. 33 years. Damn, I'm grateful I survived. We wasn't supposed to get past 25. Jokes on you, motherfucker. We alive. All these niggas popping now is young. Everybody say the music that they make is dumb. I remember I was 18. Money pussy parties. I was on the same thing. You gotta give a boy a chance Listen. to grow some. Okay. Everybody talking like they know something these days. Niggas acting woke, but they broke. Um, I respect the struggle, but you all fronting these mm. days. Man, they barely old enough to drive. To tell them what they should do. Who the fuck am I? I heard one of them diss me. I'm surprised. Right. I ain't tripping. Listen good to my reply. Come here, little man. Let me talk with you. Talking about little punk. I can paint for you the large picture. Yep. Congrats, cause you made it out your mama house. I hope you make enough to buy your mama house. I see your watch icy and your whip form. You rhyme mama's house with mama's house. Never quit torn. Cause that's the way we eat here in this rap game. Did you have your mind made up before you even listen to this? <laughs> no. Like, you're not no. listening to it. Like, no, you're just listen, talking shit. Listen, I can't. We, uh, in all honesty, like, I want to listen to it. But I, I mean, if we play this shit, it's going to like pull it off of YouTube if we play this whole fucking song. You know what I mean? Like, that's why it doesn't exist on YouTube. So we have to right. either talk over it or play parts of it. Next wave. But never mind. That was just a segue. I must say. Anyway, the song is about him telling him, like, look. I get it. You're young and dumb and you just got this game and you got this money and you think you're like on. But the reality is the vein that you're in, there's going to be no longevity there. So you need to adjust your career if you want to last. And he's giving him all this advice and it's real advice and it's honest advice. Sure. And he's telling him things that he likes about him. And there's like a few little shots where he's like, I hope you're not as dumb as you look. Yeah. And things like that. But he's giving him real advice and he's basically saying like, I understand where you're coming from because I was young too. Okay. So I'm not mad at you, but here's some advice you need if you want to exist five years from now. Okay. I mean, I, I respect what he's doing in that case. Like, that's pretty cool. Um, I'm not trying to shit on the guy, you know, everything he does. Well, the, just, reason, the reason all that I'm I saying say is this, I don't like his music. We don't have to like his music. Yeah. I'm not telling you to like his music. I'm just saying like, this is a good example again of like where his mind's at. He's not like every other rapper, bro. He's not just like some cliche rapper talking about cars and money and shit. Like, that's not what's going on here. Okay. And this is just another song that embodies that. He's telling him like, you can't be that or you're not going to exist forever. You have to make something. You have to, he's telling him you have to think about your impact and things like that. And that's exactly what he's doing with this album is he's thinking about his impact he's thinking about how he can reach people to grasp his message okay I'll, i mean i'll give it another listen um and we'll see if I, it changes if my mind changes um i, I uh, maybe uh, i mean I, i'll be honest like 
I mean, I just, I just, all I did was listen to it. I didn't fucking study every lyric. I didn't That's fine. take it all, every single bar in. I just listened to it for what it is and it was like, that song was boring. Okay, that song was kind of boring too. Okay, that one was okay. You know, it was more of that. I, when I listen to any, any artist, especially hip hop artists, I try to at least think of, you know, why they're saying what they're saying. So I do, I really, truly do try really hard to pay attention to the lyrics. Um, but none of his lyrics speak to me at all. Like it just seems boring as fuck. <laughs> I find that astonishing. <laughs> uh, we'll see. I don't know. I'll give it another go. <sighs> I mean, I feel like if I were to give you like an album, though, of like a, a, a rock group I liked, like, and you listen to it, you'd probably be pretty similar, you know? I mean, maybe. I like music outside of hip hop. Um, not to say that you're not an artist, but I think I would probably perceive things more as an artist would than a listener. Okay. So I would probably be more open to seeing beauty and things that I don't necessarily like. Sure. Um, I got you. Um, I mean, I, I like to think that I listen, I, I when especially when I listen to new music, I really, truly, truly try to keep an open mind about everything. There's nothing that I hate before I listen to it. Um, I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan of some ridiculous music, like fucking, you know, we talked about like Lady Gaga and shit. I've rocked out to Taylor Swift in my truck alone. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I like all kinds of ridiculous shit. Um, you know, if you looked at most of the music on my computer, it's mostly weird shit. And you know, not your, not your, uh, I, it's not like I listen to exclusively like juggalo rap or exclusively oh, rock music. You know, I, I, I like to be able to say, I, li- I like everything. I listen to everything. No, I got you. Um, there are rappers that I like. J Cole's just not one of them so far, at least. There's nothing he's done. I think that, maybe if you listen to some of his other albums, like he's still a rapper, so I don't know. But like, there's if not, you listen to some of his other albums, like they're not all like this. So you might like other stuff. Yeah, maybe. I mean, this um, seems like almost like a concept album, and I just don't kind of. Is. I don't grasp the concept. It kind of is a concept. So maybe album. that's it. Maybe that's what's happening here. Um, you know, maybe I'll try out. I downloaded the other album, uh, whatever it's fucking called. His previous one, um, for your eyes, eyes only. only. That's his worst album, in my opinion. Really? Yeah. Um, I like Born Center the best. It's his second album. It's awesome. Okay. Well, there's like, I mean, there's just some shit. Like, I'm like, why in the fuck did you make this a song? Like, I don't know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head off of here. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's fine. Did you hear? First of all, <laughs> um, have you have you seen Kanye? Yeah, love, that Trump loving motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of. I mean, he already. I already was not really. I was. I've never been a Kanye fan either. And it's the same thing with him. Like he's supposedly super deep and conceptual rapper and shit. Like there's literally Kanye no, is an exceptional songwriter. There's not he's a single okay Kanye rapper. song I like. He's an okay. That's not true. Maybe you haven't heard it yet. Through the Wire got, is the only good song. Through I the like. Wire is great song. That's the only song I like of his. Um, honestly, Kanye. Well, I think my favorite song is Coldest Winter. But anyway, mm. um, Kanye is a great songwriter. He's an average rapper, but a great songwriter, a good producer. He's just like that being said, he's the epitome of like, um, like rap for white girls. (laughs) Like he just, he seems like he just, everyone just fucking loves him just cause he's Kanye. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't, it doesn't matter what he says. I can tell you right now that I've been 
a Kanye fan for a long time. Yeah. I ain't fucking with Kanye no more. Really? All right. So, yeah. so you don't, so the Trump thing has kind of pushed you over the edge. Well, I mean, it's pushed me over the edge, but I also didn't like his last album. Yeah. Um, the life of Pablo. I wasn't a fan and he just dropped two new songs. Yeah. I, I don't I didn't, like I didn't, either of them. I didn't listen to, I know one, at least one of them was a Trump song, right? One's or? Yay versus the People. It's featuring T.I. as the people. And it's him defending his position on Donald Trump. Hmm. And T.I., what's, is T.I. taking the, no, is he taking the alternate stance? T.I. is the people. T.I. is arguing with them. Okay, cool. That now, sounds kind of cool. Before we go any further, I love T.I. Yeah. T.I. is top five, dead or alive, all time to me. T.I. Really? is five favorite rappers ever. Okay. I listen to this. First of all, the rapping is terrible. It's really bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Really? Let me. I'll look. Second it up. of all, I think Kanye had to have written Ti's part. Really? Because Ti doesn't rap that poorly ever, ever. Yay versus the people. It's bad. It's pretty bad. I mean, it seems like it was thrown together pretty quickly. I'm assuming. It's pretty fucking terrible. That's not what that is. Oh, it is. It's just way sped up. Oh, it's because I remember I put it on two times. Yeah. Don't go again. You just reading the headlines. You don't see the fine print. You want some truth inside shit. I'm on some unified shit. It's bigger I mean, than yourself as a jungle. If your election ain't gonna stop police from murdering niggas, but shit. Bro, I never ever stop fighting for the people. Well, this, hold on. First of all, let me just say this. I like the concept. That's a pretty cool, like... The concept is sweet. Yeah. The execution is awful. <laughs> I mean, what the snippet I just heard was actually not terrible. If you listen to it, you would not like it. Yeah. I promise you. You're probably right. Um, yeah, it's not good. Um, so there's that. Then Kanye released another song called, I think, Lift Yourself Up. Yeah, there Lift it Yourself is. Lift yourself. Okay. Um, so he's on some like positive vibe type shit, right? Bro, now. listen to the end of this song. The end? Cut it back to like the final third. Go like right there. But they don't really realize though. Wait until he goes in on this last verse. This next verse. Listen to him. Next verse though. This next verse though. These bars. These bars. Right here. Boopy de scoop. Oh, I heard about this. Whoop de scoop de poop. <laughs> All right, stop it. <laughs> it's that the rest of the time. Stop it. All right. So my issue here is I get that he's trying to be funny. This isn't even funny. This is just bad. <laughs> is that? Did he do it some more? All right, that's that. Like that's fucking funny. But like man. that wasn't even funny to me. Like that was like like you could do the same thing and execute better and it would have been funny. That yeah. was just whoop did dumb poop. Whoop did he poop scoop. Yeah, like <laughs> that's so fucking funny. So between me not liking his last album and always thinking Kanye is kind of teetering between yeah. like psycho nutball, like yeah. and then the Donald Trump thing, and then two shitty fucking songs that he put out. Um, what's crazy is like with Kanye. Uh, what's crazy is like he was like he was the voice of the people back in like the George Bush era, and now he's he, the same guy that said George Bush doesn't love black people, right? Doesn't and, care about black people, and then he, and now he's Donald Trump's literally buddy? endorsing a known racist. <laughs> that make no fucking kind of sense. Uh, that blows my mind. What a fucking creep. That dude, yeah, nah, that dude I'm is uh, Kanye. I seen even his he he tweeted something about even like his wife was like or he's like yeah my wife's making me apologize 
or some shit. He said, yeah, because she's even like, you fucking dummy. What are you doing? Uh, I, I don't understand. Like, it, I mean, I it seems to here's it, let's let me play devil's advocate. It seems like to me, just judging by the few tweets I've seen and like what I've heard, it seems like he's he's on some like Zen yoga type, like, you know, let's all love each other type shit. He's just kind of taking it a little overboard by completely dismissing everything Trump has said and done and being I mean, I get it like. You know, let's all let's all try to love each other. Of course, let's he all said fucking him try and to Donald love Trump him. are both the same because they're both dragon energy yeah. or whatever. Like, get the fuck out of here! With Trump tweeted shit. about him and shit. <laughs> fuck out of here with this nonsense. Let's let's look at it like this though. If you were in Kanye's position, wouldn't you try to like be friends with the president, Donald Trump? No, <laughs> you wouldn't try to uh, say something just so Donald Trump tweets about you. Don't you want Trump to tweet about you? No. I mean, like Donald Trump can tweet about me like he can talk some shit and then I can talk some shit back and that'd be cool or whatever. But like I have no interest in getting any love from Donald Trump. I also like I'd be a lot more inclined to be like Eminem when he did like Mosh yeah, or something like sure. going against the establishment. Like Donald Trump embodies everything I hate. So no, I got you. I'm with you. No, um, I could see if like Kanye- if I saw Donald Trump in public, like I wouldn't want to like be friends, shake his hand. I'm like, you're a fucking asshole, bro. Why don't you go suck a bag of dicks? I don't know. I mean, I would be respectful to him, I guess, but I, 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 by no means am I a Trump supporter or even Trump liker. If I, I see I, Bill I O'Reilly like walking Trump. down the street, I'm, I'll make a promise. Okay. If I see Bill O'Reilly walking down the street at any point in my life, I will punch him <laughs> and accept blame and Please. deal with the repercussions. Like I feel like I, I just need to do that. Please. If I see, if I get the opportunity, he's getting socked. Yeah. Bill O'Reilly is a cocksucker. So Donald Trump. Trump is the same thing, but Trump's the president. At least. That's like the best thing is like watching yeah. like Bill O'Reilly try to bash Trump. Like you guys are two peas on a pod. Fuck out of here. <laughs> acting like one of you's better than the other. You're both pieces of shit. Fuck yeah. both of you. I don't know, man. It's it's weird where you Sean dr- Hannity can go with them. I, like, I I love like where you draw the line too. It's funny. All those fucking guys, Glenn Beck. I mean, you'll write you'll write off Kanye, which at one point was probably is it safe to say he was one of your favorite rappers at one point? Yeah. Um. It's so you'll write him off completely. I mean, obviously all of his antics, but the Trump thing kind of pushed you over the line. But then, like, I mean, Chris if it was, Brown, if it was, Chris, Chris Brown beats the shit out of his girlfriend, and you're literally the only fan of his I know. Okay, so if you want to talk about Chris Chris Brown beating up Rihanna. Yeah, I do want to talk about right, that. First of all, I don't know what Rihanna did. Oh, here we go. Did you, let me ask you. This. I don't condone beating women. Did but you read the police report? I have. No, I don't care about any of that because a police report means nothing to me to begin with. I've seen police lie about it's not so like, much shit in my life that I don't fucking, that means nothing to me. There, that not, holds no weight. It's not like he just like punched her a couple times, bro. Like he literally like beat the living shit okay, out of her. I don't know what she did. I don't know. Was she hitting him back? I don't know that she wasn't. I don't know. But if she was, was she leaving marks? I don't know. Probably not, right? Maybe. I don't I don't really know what happened there, and I don't know that she didn't deserve it. But you know he beat the shit out of her, right? Yeah. I don't, okay. That's none of my fucking business. Okay. You want to beat your wife up, you can beat your wife up, bro. So if you want to love Trump, why is if that I, your if business? If I'm driving through the fucking... Huh? If, if somebody wants to love Trump, why is that any of your business? It's not any of my business. Okay, I don't understand where you, uh, why it's different then. Like, where? How come you can you can still like somebody for beating the shit out of their girl, but you can't like somebody for liking Trump? Well, I think that if somebody beats the shit out of their like, I'm again not condoning beating women. Sure. I don't beat my chick, but he's a bona fide woman beater. That's fine. I I think there <laughs> That's are. Fine. 
I think we live in a, a, a space where like if you punch a chick, you're like wholeheartedly wrong when I think there are situations where punching a chick is totally reasonable. I agree. Let, let me let me make it clear. I'm fully cool with like uh, I'm a liberal, bro. Like don't I get like it twisted. De- I like denying like, I'm that not- pussy pass. All right. I like denying the pussy pass. All right. I don't think girls should get a pussy pass. But and on the same vein, I also don't think a guy, regardless, I mean, the girl she, Rihanna didn't fucking like break bones in his face. But he again, we don't know what Rihanna punched, did that he, made him break her bones in her face. He punched her. To she the, might have deserved it. He maybe punched, she didn't. I, he I punched could, her to the point where he probably he could have disfigured her excessive. or even killed her. You know what I mean? Like as far as maybe it was excessive, but he also paid his debt to society. So like, how did he go to court? I don't know. Did he? Did he? Did he? deal with all the things that he was ordered to deal with maybe all right then but you don't have to go to court to be a trump supporter but uh those people no. immediately get wrote off of, of your uh like list yeah <laughs> beating so let it be on let it be on record liking trump is uh a worse offense than beating your woman yeah wow yes <laughs> strong words yes that's exactly what i'm saying <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> all right when are you gonna say you're just kidding because that's fucking absurd i'm not kidding that is unbelievable. I am not kidding at all. I swear to God, I mean that shit. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else. To, Supporting I mean, okay. a guy that is like vocally like on board with Nazism and all that shit. Sorry. Like there are there are circumstances where beating your chick makes sense to me. Oh, and by the way, this guy there are not circumstances where I think supporting Nazism is OK. He also won't go to Chick-fil-A because they uh, don't like gay people. No, I won't. <laughs> I will not give but my he'll dollars. Buy, he'll buy a Chris Brown record. I've never bought a Chris Brown record in my life. Oh, okay. You'll cl- openly claim you're a Chris Brown fan, though. Yeah. Okay. I would buy a Chris Brown, like I'd buy a Chris Brown record, but I haven't. Okay. But like, I'm not giving my dollars to Chick Fil A. Call They're in. Bigots. Call in. Let us know what you think about this fucking uh, woman beating Trump hater. I I <laughs> never beat. I'm not a woman beater, bro. Like that's hyperbole, bro. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm, bre- I'm breaking it down to the lowest common denominator here because that's essentially. I mean, it, it just it, I can't wrap my head around it because we had this conversation before where I said I can separate the person from the music. Um, I'm saying that there are situations where I think beating your wife is acceptable. Okay, there are not situations where I think being a Trump supporter is acceptable. Okay, um, do you really think Kanye really supports Trump or he's just trying to ride this love love train? I don't know. I've thought about that. I'm unsure. I I think Kanye's kind of crazy and probably like I I genuinely think Kanye is a musical genius. Okay. I do. Like I think like and not like figuratively speaking. I think he's like literally a musical genius. I gotcha. Um like in the vein of like a Beethoven or something. But I don't agree, but okay. Yeah, you know, I mean, you don't have to, but um I don't think he's necessarily a smart person outside of that. Yeah. I think it's strictly in that vein. Okay. Um so I don't know that he's smart enough to like have some big plan like that. I think, I think he's like a, like the art, the artist in him can think like a genius. Yeah. But I think like in normal logic, he's fucking nutbag. I, I mean, do you think it's, it's just because like, I mean, he's like transcended beyond just being like famous. Like he's, he's to the point, like he's, he, I mean, he, well, I mean, let's, he's, let's, he's let's past like, he's like Illuminati status. You know what I mean? Like somebody made a joke so out there that you can't even fucking touch the ground. I don't know. I don't know if this is like, I heard this from some, one of these TV shows and I think it was Trevor Noah, but he basically said something about like the Kanye just realized he's too rich to be, to not be a Republican. <laughs> and I know that, that was a joke, but like Kanye is such a narcissist that, that like 
he's so about himself that it could be like republicanism benefits me more sure that might be and that could be where it's coming from bro I think he's just so it could be just like directly like this helps me. He's not worried about the people. He's yeah. worried about himself because he's a narcissist like that. So that could be it. He's just I don't so know out that of, that's it. I think he's just been famous for so long and not to mention being he's a fucking Kardashian now. So, you know, being that fucking famous is just like it's got to be first of all, extremely stressful to the point where like you probably don't know what to fucking do with your life. You know, like I you know, like I've never been super famous, so I can't really be certain about what I'm about to say. But like my perception is like I think if you're smart enough, the fame isn't that like mind crushing. Yeah. Like it might be stressful, but it's not like like I think if you're a smart person, you people have eyes on you all the time. There's yeah. paparazzi all the time. They take pictures of you like looking shitty at Walmart. Like yeah. a smart person's like, yeah, well, I don't get ready to go to club when I go to fucking Walmart. Well, okay. Like to, a, to a normal point. person can like dismiss that. Whereas like dumber people might get in their feelings about that. Well, to your point, like um, talking about Eminem, you know, he's literally like one of the most famous people on the planet as far as, you know, most We're famous We're going to have rapper. to pause this because I really got to piss. I've been like holding it for a while. <laughs> all right. So you can either keep going or you can smoke break it. It'll just take me a second. I'll keep going. It's all right. All right. You do your thing. I'll be right back. All right. This guy leaving me to hang high. Stinks. <laughs> um, all right. You're good, man. Do your thing. Oh, go ahead. I pissed before the show logical step there um but you know eminem is that famous and he to his point you know he's not he hasn't fucking gone off the deep end gone crazy i don't know what the fuck's going on with kanye but that dude's kind of been a little cuckoo for most of his uh most of the time he's been famous um I mean, I remember back when like through the wire came out, he seemed pretty humble and shit. And like, it was kind of cool to like Kanye and came out with a couple albums that are probably deemed classics and shit like that. But I mean, he's that kind of pushed him over this hump, especially getting with Kim Kardashian too, that, I mean, he's so in the limelight that it's like probably just unfucking believable. I, I, I can't imagine being that famous and he's probably one of he's probably one of 10 people that are that fucking famous you know so i can see that kind of getting in people's heads <sighs> it's got to be rough i mean I don't, I don't feel bad for him or anything but god damn he's he's obviously got some shit he's working out i don't know i don't know how you just all of a sudden start i mean i know when trump was on the campaign trail he tra- he i don't know that he necessarily endorsed him but he did, you know, meet with him and take pictures with him and shit like that. And that was already kind of weird. But then he started doubling down just this past week with the songs and the tweets and shit like that. I couldn't tell you what the fuck is going on there, but I don't know. I hope I'm, I hope I'm never that famous. <laughs> I would like a certain level. Of, I would like Kanye through the wire fame, not Kanye with Kim Kardashian fame. That's all I'm saying. I was just saying that, you know, Kanye through the wire was, he was probably like, you know, he was famous enough then where I feel better. <laughs> he was famous enough then where, you, you know, he had a, le- he had a certain level of fame that was, uh, that he could deal with. I think now he's just been pushed, o- pushed over this edge that it, you can't look back from, you know, and 
Oh, you as a normal human, you literally just can't imagine like how stressful that is. And um, he, he's got to be dealing with some shit, man. I, I hope he's seeing a psychiatrist. That kind of guy that, at that level of fame needs to be talking to somebody, man, because... Uh, okay, he, you were going to compare Eminem. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I mentioned it while you were gone. But all I said was um, Eminem, to, you know, he's one of the most famous fucking people in the world. And right. you never hear yes. about him. Never, ever, ever, ever hear about him. He never says ridiculous shit. My point is that he's probably close to that level of fame. I think Kanye is probably more famous than Eminem at this point, to be quite honest. But he's Eminem's no. been up there for longer. I don't think so. <sighs> really? I don't know, man. Like, I know that record sales aren't everything, but when you look at record sales... Yeah. Eminem's so out of this world in a whole different league you think he every sold, other rapper, You think he's sold more albums than Kanye? I know that he's sold way more albums than Kanye. Let's figure that out. He sold a shitload more albums than Kanye. Yeah. All right. Eminem, total album sales from Statistic Brain, a very reputable website. I have no idea. Uh, let's see. All right, total album sales worldwide for studio albums, 172 million. That's a shitload of fucking music, bro. According to st- statisticbrain.com, whatever the fuck that is. All right, let's look up Kanye. Like Kanye's huge. I'm not disputing that, but he's not Eminem huge, bro. All right, so we'll go to the same site just so it's... Uh... All right, Kanye West, 172 for Eminem. Uh, where was this? Oh, he's only at 14 million. You're right. Yeah. According to this, or global. That's, that's yeah, global. It's thirty-two. Global was thirty-two. What was M? It was one hundred and seventy something global. Was that glo- uh, that was uh, that just says album sold? It doesn't even say that's worldwide. Oh, it does say worldwide. Worldwide. Okay. So yeah, you're right. Um, he does have so one hundred and forty. He's, he's yeah. like five times as many as Kanye. Let's see who has more Twitter followers. <laughs> I don't know. Kanye probably has more than Twitter. But although when he came out with the Donald Trump thing, yeah. Oh, I he heard he lost, lost like nine, nine million. million in seven minutes. Yeah, that's fucking nine ridiculous. million in seven minutes. I'm guessing people probably don't follow Eminem so much because I don't think Eminem be tweeting like that. Yeah, Eminem has 22, 23 million. million, 23 million. Kanye. All right. <laughs> He's still this motherfucker still tweeting. He's got 28 million. million. So they're right, right around there. That's funny. Um, all right. Well. But I mean, if you're Kanye and you're interacting with your Twitter you're going to have more followers than somebody like who doesn't look this motherfucker has been tweeting all yeah, day. He's a fucking nutty. He's nutty, <laughs> oh my bro. Gosh. He's fucking nutty. Bro. Uh, he's taking a, he's taking a, um, what do you call it? Um, he's being just like his idol, Donald Trump tweeting every four hours. Again, I, I'm aware that record sales don't mean everything, but like we're talking 30 million records to 170, whatever. That gap is so wide. No, you're bro. right. Yeah, you're like right. It, it, I don't know. I don't it's know. reflective of something. I was hoping that would prove a point, but I don't know. I don't know where the the line is as far as why Kanye is the way he is and why like people like Eminem can still be pretty humble. Eminem's reclusive. Yeah, Kanye's not. Yeah, Kanye loves that fucking limelight. Yeah, that's why you marry fucking the definition of limelight, Kim Kardashian. I guess. I mean, I guess. <laughs> um, all right, oh. let's move on from Kanye. Okay, Kanye's. Lost me. I'm done with him. I'm good. I'm done with Kanye. I'm done with you. Poop diddy scoop poop. I'm done with you. Scoop diddy whoop poop. Stop singing songs I don't like. <laughs> all right. Um. All right. So I got a 2DS XL. Okay. It's sweet. Okay. It's my first DS. Congratulations. I'm think I'm like the only person left on the face of the planet that hasn't had one of those yet. Yeah, you probably are. Especially for a gamer. How did I go this long with that? Like everybody yeah. has. Everybody has like six of them too. Yeah. Nobody has one. Yeah, I have um, I have a 3DS XL that I bought for me, but we also have a uh, two other ra- random old DSs. Case in point, but yeah. 
So yeah. I got a 2, 2DS. Yeah. Tell us about it. How you been liking it? I do. I like it. Yeah. What, like ga- it. what games did you get? I really like, like my favorite part about it is that um, I got it so late in its life. There's so many games for it. Yeah. Like in most handheld games, I'm really not interested in to begin with, but it's so late in its life that there's still like a bunch of really good ones. Yeah. So like I'm, I'm super down with that. And unlike the switch so far, you can, um, well, obviously modern shit. That's not what I was getting at, but you can get all the, even if you wanted to go legit and buy all these old games, they're, they're all available for pretty cheap yeah. on the virtual console. You well, can buy Earthbound, Zelda, so they're, they're every Zelda, every Metroid, but all they're cheaper too. So they're like, because it's a handheld, like, because it's not a home console, like the switch is a handheld, but it's a home sure. console though, because it's a, a handheld, their starting price is cheaper. Yeah. Let alone what they are. That's now. true. Cause a uh, retail price DS game at max 40 bucks, 40 bucks. Maybe maybe fifty on some of them, um, but yeah, most of them were even thirty. So, so I got three games for it. All right, I got Ocarina of Time. Fuck yeah! I got Majora's Mask, which I have not received because I had to order it off of Amazon. It's not gonna be here for like another ten days or something. Fuck yeah! But the, you can't find that one anywhere. Um, and then I got Pokemon Ultra Moon. Mm-hmm. I also got Super Mario World in the shop. Uh. Yes. Because that's the greatest platformer ever. All great games. Yes. Now, I'm really excited to tell you about this. Okay. I got Ocarina of Time. I have already 100%ed it. <laughs> really? 100%ed it. All hard pieces, you, Skultulas, everything. Really? Everything. Did you find the water sample was a lot easier? No, the water temple is the same. It's supposed to be. Easy. Oh, I mean, it's, it's it's less cumbersome because you can you don't have to like switch into the menu for the yeah. iron boots and things like that. Well, I heard they it actually changed, the same. I heard it's they just, actually changed the dungeon itself like to be a little easier or some shit. No, really? Okay. No, they didn't. Good. Um, but I did something in Ocarina of Time that I've never done in my life. What's that? For the first time, I did something. You got the Scarecrow song. No, you can't even get all the Skulltulas without the Scarecrow song. Of course, I've gotten the Scarecrow song. <laughs> Um, I've like 100% of this game a bunch of times. There was something that I, I'd never done. All right, what is it? I'm, I'm waiting with bated breath. I'm pulling up a picture so that I can show you. Okay. Oh, here, we'll All right, show the camera so, here. You go ahead and hold that up. Yep. My whole life, there were all these things. Like when I was a kid. It's not going to focus. When I was a kid. Oh. Now, when I was a kid. <laughs> There were these like rumors in my elementary school when this yeah. game was hot. By the way, if you can't, you can't, <laughs> you can't show my hickey. Yeah. <laughs> you can't see the picture because my camera won't autofocus, but it says you've caught a strange fish and it's 32 pounds. Okay. So what that means, I caught a Hylian loach. Now what that is, is, hold on. I'm you go, never I'm caught go, one? Is no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go around to okay. why. I, okay, right. so when I was a kid, there were these like rumors of like secrets you could do in Ocarina of Time. One of them was you get like the silver and gold saddle for Epona, and then you could fly to the Sky Temple, and there was the Sky Temple, a whole nother okay. temple. This was all made up. This was not real. Sure, but when I was a kid, we all tried to find the Sky Temple and saddle. Like this was the thing that we did at my elementary school. Yeah, and it was not real. But there were a few things like that, and one of the things was you could find the sinking lure. Okay. So when I found out the Sky Temple and all that was not real, I always assumed that the sinking lore was too. Mm. The sinking lore is real. Oh. And I never knew that. Wait. And uh, I never got it how until do you get it? a couple days ago. Okay. So. Because I'll be honest, I don't know if I ever have heard I of that. I had researched it numerous it. times trying to figure out how to get it and I'd read how to get it. But every time I tried to do it, I couldn't get it. So I thought it was fake. Okay. So how'd you do it? So what you have to do is 
you when you go to the fishing game, see, I always wanted the sinking lure because the fishing game is a pain in the ass. Yeah. It's it not fun. It's really fucking annoying. It's really <laughs> hard. It's just fucking aggravating. Yeah. Um and I think it's set up so that like every time you hook the big fish that you need like the fish that's big enough to like win the game. Yeah. The first like six times you do it, it always lets it go. Okay. I, I think there's nothing you can do about it. I think okay. it's set up to do that so that's challenging. Um but the sinking lure basically is a lure that sinks to the bottom so that you can get the big fish a lot easier. The problem is I always try to get the sinking lure so I could beat the, the mini game and just be done with it. Sure. Except for you can't get it until you've beaten the mini game. Oh, you can't get the sinking so lure you already, until you've won. When you're a kid, you have to have already caught a fish that's 10 pounds. Okay. Or if you're an adult, you have to have already caught a fish that's 15 pounds. Okay. Before you can even find the sinking lure. Okay. And those complete the, the side quest. All right. So, so I found lore. out that you could you could do it after you've completed it. So after you complete it, there's like four locations in the fishing pond that you have to run over top of and he'll automatically pick it up. You don't even have to click anything. Oh, but I didn't know that. OK, so I had tried to do it before, except for I hadn't already completed the mission. Yeah, I got. You. So once I figured this out, I went and found the sinking lure. Dope. And then I read about the Hylian Loach, which I didn't even know existed in the game. Yeah. So it's not a normal fish. There's all the fish in the pond, but like one out of every five times you go into the pond, there's a a Hylian loach that spawns and you can see it. You can like walk over and you can see it sitting in the bottom, but the Hylian loach almost never bites the hook. Okay. It's way bigger. It's way harder to catch. And it will only bite the hook under certain conditions. It has to be like, because every couple seconds it goes up to the top and gets Mm. air and then comes back down. So you'll only get it if you have the sinking lure essentially. I don't know about that. Maybe. Okay. But, um, I didn't find out about it until after I found out about sinking lure. So okay. then I saw, wait, is that the uh, biggest fish you've ever caught? Yeah. I mean the, the Hylian loach goes way bigger than okay. the fish. So like I've caught like 18 pound fish before, okay. which is really fucking big. Except for like the Hylian loach can go to like 38 or something. Yeah. So when I found out there was this Hylian loach, as much as I hate the fishing game, I was like, I've never done this. I have to catch the Hylian loach. <laughs> and I dedicated like three hours to it. Sweet. And I caught it. Was it and worth it? Was, it? Fuck yeah, it was. <laughs> it wasn't because it was horrible to do, but to it was so worth it. In a game because, that you've been around for 20 years. It speaks volumes about how great this game is. Yeah. Because I've played this game 85 times yeah. and beaten it. I've 100%ed it all these times. I've done three hearts. I've done all this different stuff. I didn't even, I just discovered there's a whole nother thing I could do in it. And that to me is amazing. That is awesome. Like That's amazing. Like it, it, added this whole new, it added this whole new, like, element of allure that I was able to find something new and like I'm not interested in doing all the glitches and stuff that's not for me like I'm not sure I know that's things people do it's not for me but like I found something legitimate in the game that I had never touched that's pretty awesome especially for a game like that that you've played so many times you know that's really awesome. It I like it that. was kind of magical for me. Yeah, it was really cool. There's shit like I mean I played I've played Earthbound a bunch. I'll never do it again. By the way, that was a pain. <laughs> I don't I won't do it again. I just wanted to do it so I could do it. There's some items in Earthbound that only drop like one out of 256 times. So like some people farm it by like you know constantly restarting this area because they know that enemy one out of 256 or whatever will have it. Um, but all of those items I've never fucking bothered even getting. Like one of them is a sword that you have four characters in Earthbound. One of them, his name is Pooh. He's like your, he's this Asian kid, but he literally does not get a weapon in the whole game unless you go toward the very end of the fucking game and be, get one of these 256 characters and he they drop a sword and that's the only fucking weapon he can get. I've, I've never done it. 
One of these days I should though. That's nuts. I should farm it. So I feel you. I mean, I, I did find out that's pretty like, awesome. The Hylian Loach and the Sinking Lure are in, I think, Twilight Princess and maybe some other Zelda mm. games too, which I didn't know about. But I was going to recommend. Uh, did, did you say you have or haven't played any of the, like the the 2D Zeldas, like the top downs? I've handhelds. played a few of them on a few occasions. I've never completed any of them. You need to get that. Nope. Okay. Um, I highly recommend. Um playing Link to the Past and then playing Link Between Worlds. I've played A Link to the Past a little bit, but I've never completed it. Okay. I've played what was the one with the Game Boy? Ballad of the Windfish. Um, that was uh, Link's Awakening. I played that one. That one's for the original Game Boy. Yeah. I've that one a is bunch of times. fucking great. That's a great game. But I've never beaten it. Oh, well, I got you. Um, dude, you, may, you better answer that. She's calling right twice. It's, I'll hold it down, man. If you want right. don't want to put her on blast, it's cool. Hello. Link Between Worlds, one of the best Zelda games ever. Link to the Past, one of the best Zelda games ever. All of those uh, handheld Zelda games, I highly recommend. Oracle of Seasons, Oracle of Ages, Link's Awakening. All right, I'll talk to you later. Link to the Past. Bye. Minish Cap is dope as fuck. You should play that too. All of those, all of those. Well, I know that there's a whole bunch of them for the DS that I plan to get. So I've I've never played through Spirit Tracks or Phantom Hourglass, which are the ones that were made for the DS. I started. Is Spirit Tracks the one that looks like Wind Waker? Yes. Is it like Wind Waker? I don't know. I don't know. I just saw it, and the design looked similar. As somebody who was riding a fucking train all around, uh, I don't know. But I never, I never really gave the time of day. I should, because as much as I love the other two D Zeldas, I'm sure I'd really like them. I really want to play Wind Waker so bad, because at the time I didn't like it, and like now looking back on it, it looks like it offers a lot of fun. You can download, but I didn't like it at the time. You can download like the Dolphin emulator and probably play it on your computer. I have it on my computer. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. I that's a, that's one of those games too that I was hoping they were gonna give me like an HD remaster on the Switch, and then I was gonna do it. They they'll probably bring it out for it. Oh, speaking of that, I, I read yesterday some. They're all we talked about last week. The Switch has been hacked or whatever. But I literally yesterday I just saw a video of someone running like Linux on the Switch. Yeah, and they're literally running the Dolphin emulator and playing Wii U games on it and shit. That's tight. <laughs> all all fucking ready in like a that's week. Fucking tight. That is. I mean, it's just a, a taste of things to come, man. I mean. It's going to be incredible once that shit's popping off. I can't I'm wait. Eager. Um, but as far as um, Wind Waker goes, I, that's one of those Zelda games that I hear is one of the best Zelda games ever. And I've literally never played a single minute it of it. It really bothered me because it was such a swift departure from everything that I loved about Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Yeah. And so I couldn't get into it at the time. And now looking back on it, just like the sailing and like, it just looks fun. It's so many it people's does favorite cool. Zelda game, which kind of blows my mind. I chalk that up to a lot of people just not being very familiar with Zelda games until like, I mean, maybe I'm... I'm really not that familiar with Zelda games because the only ones that I've really played, I played Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask both a billion fucking times. Sure. And then nothing else is even close, in my opinion, in the Zelda world. Yeah. But I've played, like, a lot of them I haven't played. Like, I haven't, everybody loves uh, A Link to the Past. I haven't beaten it. Yeah. Um, if I were to recommend one top down, by the way, it's Link to the Past. Yeah. I mean, that's like the other one that everybody says is like yeah. the greatest one. But like, I I tried to play Twilight Princess. I couldn't. I get didn't like it. it. The whole wolf thing was corny to me. I didn't like it. I will. I tried to play game. Skyward Sword. Uh, no, I never played Skyward Sword. I, I don't even really feel interested in playing that. I, I'm not interested. In motion I never controls. fucked with it either. Motion controls. I'm sorry. I just not. I don't want to do it. Sure. Um, I tried to play Wind Waker, and I didn't like it at the time. I think because it was so different than the ones that I loved. Yeah. Now, like I said, it looks fun to me, so I'm. I want to go back and play it now. Yeah. Um, I played Breath of the Wild. It was pretty cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I like that. 
I like it. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, we've talked we've talked about Breath of the Wild endlessly on here. Um, I've come to the cl- conclusion it really is one of my favorite games I've ever played in my entire life. Um, it's one of the. I mean, yeah, it's know, coming in as a solid third in the Zelda franchise for me when I've only beaten three of them. Yeah, <laughs> I feel you. But you know how you have those moments sometimes when you play a game where like you you just realize you're seeing something like amazing like I, I had that feeling. it's amazing I had that feeling it is lot. amazing I, I mean there's not I can't think of another game that's done it to me recently but um, when playing that game I really felt like I was like wow this is special the one like, thing I just really hate about Breath of the Wild and I really do love Breath of the Wild yeah the one thing I really it just does there's all these little things that irritate me about current games and it adopted so many of those yeah. things it's 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 hard it adopted to- these like things that bother me about other games yeah. too like i just don't it, it's it, it like it almost is like a, such a departure from your typical zelda that it's hard to even like look at it as being like in the same vein as some of these other zelda games but that's what's beautiful about zelda too though is almost every game has like a weird quirk or gimmick and that's one thing that i wish zelda wouldn't do is it, it's so gimmick heavy like each game has but, to have a gimmick but that's why and i, I will like say that majora's mask but majora's much. mask it's kind of like a gimmick thing yeah but Man, Majora's Mask is really fucking good, and like, also Majora's Mask. You're sure, that's is, not nostalgia, though. Honestly, no. I, there's times where I feel like I like it better than Ocarina of Time. Really? Yeah, but I mean, Majora's Mask is so Ocarina of Time Part Two. Yeah, like really, really Ocarina of Part okay. Ocarina of Time Part Two. So like, part of the other thing too is like we've we've talked about this before, but like I really like worlds where I feel like I get to know everything in the environment. Yeah. And that's so Majora's Mask. Okay. Like it has all these like little thing, like all of the characters are kind of brought over from Ocarina of Time. They're like playing different characters, but like they're familiar. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I really like that. And I really like the mask collecting. Yeah. That's that like, and they all have cool. different little things about it. I like do, it's so fun, like bro. Um, I, oh, speaking I of mean, the- there's definitely some masks in there that are unnecessary or whatever. Unnecessary. And they're yeah. just like trying to find uses for masks to fill spots at some point. Yeah. But um, I think yesterday, yeah, or two, two, three days ago, uh, Majora's Mask turned eighteen. It's it's legal. It's legal to fuck now. I want to fuck it so bad. <laughs> I mean, I paid forty dollars for fucking Majora's Mask on my DS. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a good. That's game. what I paid for it, bro. Uh, um, like, I love that game for bro. Majora's Mask. I mean, I put uh, so many other Zeldas above it, and maybe a lot of that is nostalgia. But Ocarina of Time is not only nostalgia, but it just has such a classic, perfect feel to it that I Ocarina think of Time is. Ocarina of Time is the greatest example of like, like even even if it's not your favorite, because like I said, sometimes timeless, I feel like man. sometimes I feel like Majora's Mask is better, and sometimes I like Resident Evil Two better. Yeah, but Ocarina of Time is the greatest example of like just the best game ever. Like my kid, like I can't think of a way to like my kids could pick if, up uh, Ocarina of Time right now and enjoy it. You know? If aliens came to Earth and you had to like show them, <laughs> like that's the one, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's one of them for sure. Um, but what I was going to say about Majora's Mask, I never played it back when I was a kid, 18 years ago. Um, I kind of slept on it. I, but though, you like Ocarina of Time. I loved Ocarina of Time. Because if, if, you, if, you, if you still love Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask should still be accessible to you because it's so similar. Well, let me tell you, I did play Majora's Mask. I didn't did play it. No, I, I got through like three quarters of it and I was really, I, I got to like one of the temples and it really pissed me off because I got like really far into this fucking temple or, or end somewhere and then the fucking day ran up and it made did me you start learn, over did, i was like i literally okay. said fuck this game and i didn't play it again did you learn the trick to slow time down yeah like there was some kind of uh there's some shit I, I yes i did know that there was a trick to slow okay because when i first started playing it the whole time limit thing really turned me off about it yeah and i know it turned a lot of people off yeah 
But I found that after finding a little tricks and getting fairly familiar with the game, like spending a couple hours with it and learning how to control time. Sure. After I got over that, never bothered me again. Okay. It never bothered like it, it was it was deterring mm-hmm. at the beginning, but once you like learn it, it's not a problem at all. Okay. Like I, I got to the point where like it didn't even kind of bother me. I know honestly, it may have been like something I was just doing wrong or like I was going the wrong place or something like that. But it pissed me off just because I had to redo whatever I was doing and I literally never picked it up. But I mean, I'll, I'll eventually. I, I want to play through them all just to say I have, and that's that's definitely like one the on thing. My list. The thing too is like I'm really against like the time limits on games because it, it can just be frustrating and hamper yeah. your fun. Um, and for most games, that's true. But I think in Majora's Mask specifically, it really magnifies all the things that it does right. Yeah. Okay. Like the replaying, like it's almost like Groundhog's Day where you're playing the same thing over and over. But then you learn like at certain times during certain days, you can do this or you can Mm -hmm. do this and you can't do both at the same time. Right. So you have to have multiple playthroughs. But like you can, if you get to learn the game the way that I've learned it, the same way I've learned Ocarina of Time, like I know where everybody is mm-hmm. at every moment of every day. Okay. <laughs> and it's like really fun. Like it's really cool, bro. I, and like there are things like maybe if I was older, like the aliens abducting the cows, I could see that bothering me now. Okay. But at the time it didn't. And I'm so like, it's part of the game and it's kind of awesome now. And I love it. Like, I, I don't know. See, I don't even remember that part, but whatever. <laughs> That's one of my all time favorite games. Um, it's uh, you really put it right up there with Ocarina of Time, don't you? Yeah, I really uh, like to me. They're they're they go together. Okay. So like, if I was making a list of like my favorite games, I would have to put them like in the same thing, even though they're two separate games. I get that. Like to me, they go together. Like when I beat Ocarina of Time, every time I beat Ocarina of Time, mm-hmm. I immediately play Majora's Mask all the way through. <laughs> okay. Like it's one game. <laughs> okay. I always do. I'll revisit it one of these days, man, and we'll see. But. Like, cause the end of Ocarina of Time is the beginning of Majora's Mask. Like they just run yeah. together. So it's like one game, bro. And um, they're awesome. I will tell you if you do, um, I, um, try to revisit, um, any of the handhelds, um, I'm going to beat a link to the past at some point just because I have to do that one. And then uh, a link between worlds is the one that came out for the 3ds. It's a direct sequel to link to the past. Well, I'm going to tell you too, like, I'm like, I'm probably going to get a link to the past on my DS, mm-hmm. but I have every intention of like when I go to actually play it, I'm gonna play it on my uh, SNES Classic. Oh, cool! Like I want to experience it that yeah, way. Yeah, that'd be cool. Hell yeah! I think that's the way to go. Yeah, that would be sweet. Um, the only other thing I was gonna say is um, after that, um, I mean, I obviously you're not gonna spend your years, the next few years playing Zelda games, but if you ever get around to it, I, everyone slept on these ones, but it's, especially if you like Link's Awakening, the game, the original Game Boy one, they came out for the Game Boy Color. They released. I didn't like Link's Awakening. I played it a lot too, and I I don't know why I played it so much because I didn't like it, but like I kept trying to play it, and there was like some part towards the beginning where there's like, um, like uh, what's the ball chain? bow like like a chomp? Bow, bow chomp yeah from like mario yeah he's like in the woods okay i don't really remember but what it's about like toward it? the beginning but like there was a part with that i don't really remember but i remember it just like aggravated the fuck out of me because <laughs> i couldn't figure out what to do yeah yeah it's probably just you gotta throw this over there to him or some shit but i don't um, remember i was gonna say everyone slept on the game boy color ones which are um uh, four swords and minish cap no minish cap is great i never even played four swords because I, I knew it was oracle of seasons and oracle, oracle of, of ages seasons, oracle of ages they're great they're really good are they yes they're they're just they're just like link to the past or i'm sorry links awakening but colored versions and what's cool is you beat one and it like gives you a code 
And then you put that code in the beginning of the next one and it'll like start you with all your shit. And like you can, yeah, it's really That's dope. Tight. And like the, the enemy at the end, depending on which one you play first, um, the enemy at the end or the main boss or whoever it is, it's not Ganon. He like runs off. And then when you play that, you have to play the second one in order to actually beat him. It's pretty That's cool. Tight. Yeah. I like that. It's really dope. I'm into that. And they both, they each have their own little gimmick with the seasons or the ages, ages right. the time or whatever, but they're pretty cool, man. Uh, they're really neat. And I don't think they take a lot, a lot of time to get into. Same with Minish Cap. You could beat that in a week. I mean, that's part of the allure of Ocarina of Time, too, is like the time changing and like yeah. seeing the world seven years later and then going back to a kid and yeah. like seeing how you can affect things and change things. Like, I don't know. It's just so amazing. I wonder if... um, It's kind of like Resident Evil 2 in that way, isn't it? Like Resident Evil 2 has the A scenario and the B scenario. Yeah. Which is different, but it's kind of the same, like two different sides of the same thing you know what i'm saying yeah like, um it makes sense that those would be my two favorite games ever and they're they have they share that and like no other game that is that. pretty cool there are no other games to do that <laughs> yeah you're right why that's pretty that's cool. like the coolest shit ever and both of them did that <laughs> that's all i was going to mention is um i was, i couldn't remember if oracle ages was just a straight or those were straight nintendo ones but minute, are those on the ds yes uh yes they are i'll get them um minish cap is not developed by nintendo did you know that no, it seems odd that Nintendo would outsource a Zelda license. They outsourced it to Capcom. They made Minish Cap. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. That makes me really want to play it. Yeah, let me show you. Dude, Capcom makes such shitty games and they make such great games and there's like such a giant, massive gap yeah, between like, like the games that they make. Yep. Um, Minish you ever Cap- notice that? Yeah. You're, yeah. Like some of their games are just amazing and you're like, I can't, these are the greatest achievements <laughs> of mankind. It is and then other games you're like, this is such a piece of shit. Some games are so How good. How is this from the same company? Some games are so good that you have to wonder like, I mean, what was the development process like? Like, were these people really in like the shittiest conditions? Like people were just like whipping them like, yeah, <laughs> harder, work harder. I mean, when you look back on Ocarina of Time and you think about every other game that came out at that time and you look at that game like, how did they even, like, doesn't it just seem so far ahead of everything else? Yeah, at the time it was. It, it really seemed was. like, I play it now and I'm just like, games today can't do half of this shit right. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, wow. It's, it's like they, perf- everything, every single thing in that game, it seems like they tweaked and they had to tweak and perfect for fucking ages. I mean, even just something simple like walking around, there's like no, like, I mean, obviously there are glitches, but I mean, if you're just playing through like normal, you will not notice like any glitches, anything out of place, anything wrong. You, you're not fucking walking through walls. You know, there's no. It's flaws. so good, <laughs> it's bro. Flawless. Yeah, I know. I couldn't suck its dick anymore. Like harder. every time <laughs> I play that game and I played that game a bunch of fucking times, but every time I play that game, I'm just like, I still just marvel at it. Like, yeah, this is fucking amazing. Like. Well, uh, it, it, maybe Minish Cap, just so you can say you play the Capcom one. It's it's oh, a, it's become it's gone to the top of my priority good. because of that reason. Here, I'll I'll put it on the table and I'll just. You play liked it. it? I loved it. I okay. played through it twice. I played through. I want to make sure you thought it was yep. a good one, not a shitty one. I played through it once when it was um uh, newish. Um, I actually had it for the Game Boy Advance, and then I played it again. Oh, like, I like the graphics a lot. I played it again as an adult, like pretty. What is recently. that like? Sixteen bit. 
That's yeah. gotta be like maybe 32 bit. Oh, what the fuck is this? That's Twilight Princess. What is he? The doing? last one was Minish Cap, right? Yeah, this that is, looks this is cool, Minish Cap, bro. You have this, ca- you have this hat that kind of like talks to you and shit. It's kind of like your Navi. But I just think the graphics look very appealing on that. Yeah, what is this fucking review doing? I mean, what the fuck, bro? But yes, yeah, it's, it's it's. I mean, it's it's perfect. It's a perfect Zelda game. Like, I it's mean, it's like sprites, but it's like real pretty sprites. Yeah. Even though real it's colorful sprites. Even though it's made by Capcom, they took the they they did not fuck with the formula, which is great. They did it justice you know i'm sure the nintendo was pleased with it you know it's really good Highly like recommend. i hate that capcom's one of my favorite video game companies because i'm just like <laughs> some of your shit is so what, bad what have they done that you hated so much uh i mean have you um, have you ever played resident evil 6 <laughs> <laughs> okay say no more i mean it's not just resident evil like some of their like i never really understood mega man oh come on man i don't hate mega man i don't dislike it like it's cool like gotcha my my thing is like as far as platformers go like i struggle with enjoying platformers because i compare them all to super mario world sure oh look yeah you play a little ocarina in this too Dude, this looks so fun it looks super cool oh what's the reason it's called the minish cap is because um your hat or some shit can make you small and then you like you're in like a tiny world and like everything look look how tiny you are and everything is like little and the, you there's some dungeons you do where you're that small and like you're like attacking monsters and shit like that it's really I'm into it yeah it's, it it's looks awesome super fun um but yeah like Capcom just they confuse me man I just sometimes I wonder how the same company can have such disparity let's see what other um, Capcom games have been made. Oh, I'll start telling you about all the ones I don't like. Street Fighter? They did yeah. Street Fighter. I mean, Street Fighter 2 is cool. Like, there's a little nostalgia there for me, but outside of that, I'm not really big on fighting games. So Marvel really versus Capcom, which is cool if you like fighting games. Same. Yeah. Um, Dragon's Dogma, never played it. Phoenix Wright, they make those games. Those games are pretty cool. Never played them. Okami's supposed to be Ooh, amazing. Oh, there's the greatest game of all time right there. Resident Evil. Yeah. <laughs> or at least right there with Ocarina of Time. Have you ever played um, Okami? No. I heard, I it's, heard it's great, I've heard but it's amazing. it does not look at all like something I'm interested in. Beautiful Joe's pretty, supposed to be pretty tight. Derek used to play the shit out of that. I would, I would watch him play it, but we always gave him shit for playing it because we thought it looked dumb. It does look dumb. Um, I'm Ghost, not saying it is. Ghost Dead Goblins, Rising Dead is great. Rising. Some of the sequels are not so good. All the Mega Man. Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry. I'm I never tried those. I don't like them. Yeah. I mean, they're like hack and slash. Like, yeah. it's just not for me. Like, not, not to say that it's bad, but I don't like it. Same. Resident Evil 3 is great. Monster, uh, they do the Monster Hunter games, which are... I've never played a Monster Hunter spo- game. I've never either, but it's, they're supposed to be great. Um, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Yeah, they did what? not make that. That's not accurate. <laughs> So we don't even know that this list is accurate. Right. That just like ruined the. All right. I don't even care. Let's move on. Um, Speaking of games, I did finish Last of Us the other day. Um, I'll tell you. Uh, let me tell you some things that I really like about that okay. game. Um, last I, time, last time we talked about this, I told you just go ahead, and I wasn't going to ask you. Yes. And then I immediately started asking you questions. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to try to reel it in this time. <laughs> you do um, your thing. I really like. Um, you know, the game is kind of like on a rail, which is cool because it allows you to experience the story without, you know, exploring. I didn't spend hours upon hours exploring. It took me 16 hours to beat it fully, okay. um, but I didn't find it like, again, I played it on easy, but I didn't find it super challenging, but I didn't find it super easy. I got very anxious and annoyed at some parts, but for the most part, the gameplay, my experience was 99% fun and I, I really enjoyed I looked forward to playing it I, I really wanted to just I didn't want to just power through it I mean I, I enjoyed 
playing it and I didn't want to just watch the story. I, I liked the actual gameplay and shit too. Um, but I really did just every second I got, I tried to play it. I was playing at six in the morning. I was playing at 10, 11 o'clock at night, you know, just great trying to get through it. Um, uh, what I do like about it is, um, uh, like Alexa sat and uh, watched me play like quite a bit of it. She just was enjoying like the story. By the way, that game is not for kids at all. But there's, no. there's no, I didn't I don't care if she watched it or anything. There's nothing like sexual or really like over the top. Just they say fuck a lot. When um, when you continue to speak about this, just make sure you expand on Joel and Ellie's relationship because we yes. spoke about that last time. And also make sure that you expand on something else that we talked about last time. Mm, I don't remember. Um, I don't know. Go ahead. Um, I mean, are, do you want to get into spoiler territory? I know the game's been out for five years, it's but it's been out long enough. It's been out long enough that you should be able to talk about. All right, it. if you haven't ever played Last Here of Us, spoilers. Tend to fast forward five minutes. All right. Okay. Um, the end of the game. Um, the final. First of all, the final fight was the trickiest. I mean, you, you're going through this hospital, and every room you go in, there's. 10 guys you got to either stealthily take out or kill them off with your AK or whatever the That's fuck it is. That's a good area to stealth, by the way. Yeah, it is. Um, I stealth that thing and it's fun. That was one of the only rooms I ran out of all my materials, though. Like, I ran out of everything. Well, one of, one of the things that I hate the most about that game is that at the when, once you get to the hospital at the very end, yeah. it opens up that like assault rifle. Yes, I was going to say that. I wish and I had I, that fucking four levels ago bro, or whatever. Like <laughs> one of the things that I hate the most about that game is there's no like new game plus or something to use that the whole game. Yeah. Because I really, really liked it. Yeah, same. And I like it's only in that last little part. Oh, by the way, there is a new there is a new game plus. But what the f- I started it. What the fuck does it do? There, it keeps it, it keeps your upgrades and stuff. Okay, that's it though. I mean, yeah. other than that, you still have to go collect the yeah. guns and yeah. everything. But it just, so you still can't get that before that point. Okay, unless you keep all your like the life you you know upgraded and your your all your upgrades yeah. on your ship. Okay, that's kind of cool. But uh, oh, um, I only I thought I did a really good job of like scouring. Oops, sorry, scouring every area and finding like all the collectibles and shit. I only found like seventy out of one hundred and forty collectibles. That blew my mind. I was like, what in the fuck did I miss? Like, I, I mean, obviously I didn't find all the pills and shit. I knew there was going to be some that I, I would miss, but I really am like pretty thorough. I think I probably could have beat the game in 12 hours if I didn't do so much fucking searching for what it's worth. Um, but anyways, did um, the version you got have DLC? It did not. I I, my, I know mine does, but mine's like the re-release on PS4. So yeah, like you're playing on PS3, right? So yes. I, don't, I wouldn't think you would. Have I, it. I, I'm this close to buying. I think I will buy the DLC on the PS3 just to because I seen that it's a it's um Ellie prequel story as far well, as I can tell. There's, I think there's two DLCs, aren't there? The, if it's I, been a while, but I know that there's one where you play as Ellie, but it's not a prequel. It's um, her and her friend or something like that. I read the synopsis. Of oh it. yeah. I think there is. It's there's like her that. And then there's another one where you play as Ellie during the period where she's estranged from Joel. And oh, you really? see what happens to her no, no, while no. she's, that while ha- he's like hurt and she like nurses him back to health. You do that during the regular game. No, no, it's, it's, it's not the part where she goes into the bar and fights oh, the guy. Okay. Like it's like a, it's, it's like a deeper part. It's like one of the parts. Like that game kind of skips ahead like months yeah. at a time. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. And it's in between. It's oh, like that's when, pretty cool. And it's it's good. That sounds really cool. I mean, it, like it. it's it's it's. I don't even know that it's that fun as gameplay. Like it's cool, but it's kind of just more of the same. And you're yeah. like, like it's kind of like you're almost like weaker because you're Ellie and things like that. 
but it's worth it for like the story aspect just to kind of see what's going on and yeah. like it plays together. I wish there was a way that when you played the game, it would seamlessly add those in. Yeah, that would be pretty sweet. I think that would be really cool and I would like, I would prefer to play it that way. Sure. Because like when I'm done, then I don't want to go back and jump back. I gotcha. You know what I'm saying? I wish it was just seamless, but um, it's good though. The, as far as I could tell on the DLC, there was, I mean, I, I didn't. There's I, two of them. I looked through some of it, but uh, all I saw was the one and then I saw like a million multiplayer shirts and shit. Yeah, there's a bunch of multiplayer stuff that I've never used because I've never played a multiplayer. You never tried the multiplayer? Never even played. Well, I mean... I, I wasn't played, sure how it worked either. I never played the multiplayer because I picked the game up so far after launch that I just assumed that it was probably I bet like if you played the PS4 one, though, you'd probably find some Maybe. people on there. Maybe, but I, I just never really tried. Well, if you get a minute... But I mean, that's also not the kind of game that I wanted to play multiplayer anyway. Like... Well, I, I like mean, it might be fun, but like that's not what I got that for. It almost like from what I was reading, it seemed like you almost like it said factions, and like I think you might be able to play as like the zombies or something like that too. Like you, you're one or the They're other clickers. Oh, not zombies, clickers. Um, some of them were runners or whatever the fuck they called them. Um, oh, but what I was gonna tell you is Alexis watched me play a lot of the game because um, she was just into it. She she thought it, well one because like obviously they're saying bad words and it was cool like, but um she watched me play like even the ending and um for, for those that don't know that I mean I guess I don't there's no it's you can spoil it it's needless to like just sit here and tell everybody what happens at the end but um the point is like you go th- you you're going through the hospital trying to save Ellie because they are trying to kill her to extract the lump from her brain that's going to essentially that essentially is keeping her alive but it will be the cure for the human race so joel essentially makes the basically if they if they kill her they can cure correct. the whole outbreak right and so but if they but they got to kill her to do it and joel's like fuck no you ain't yeah. killing her that's my chick so i did it i i love that you know Joel kind of goes from being really cold, especially when he meets with um, Tommy and his brother. He's like ready to get rid of her and shit. Does such a great job yeah. of like growing their relationship yeah. to the point that like, especially like when she's taking care of Joel after he like impales himself and yeah, um, you know it, that 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 shit is all like super. You know, it, it definitely set the tone of the game really well. Um, I didn't like, for what it's worth, I know that game has a lot of emotional moments and and uh, like. Um, I don't know, Mo- just moments like that. Um, I I didn't start really like getting like emotional or even like I almost started getting teary eyed. Um, after the game, after the game's over, um, you know the the final cut scene. Um, Ellie's like, or Joel tells Ellie like uh, he carries her out of there because she's sedated. He, you save her, obviously. You carry her out of there, and um, she wakes up like what happened. He lies to her, and he lies to her. He t- she says what happened. He says. Oh, there was, um, there's dozens like you. They, they, they're done looking for a cure. It's not happening. And she's like, Oh, and then, um, cause he doesn't want to tell them that they were trying to kill her because right. she'll be like, no, I have to sacrifice she, myself. And he's like, not even going to let her have exactly. that decision. Like, no, we're not killing you. We're not doing that. Like I was watching it with Alexis and, uh, she was like, uh, during the part where Ellie's like, I tell me you're, you swear to God, you're 100% telling me the truth. She he's, knows he's lying. He's him. like, he's like, I swear to you. And she's like, Okay, and that's like how the end, the game ends. And um, for someone like Alexis, who's eleven, she's watching it with me. Yeah, she was like, "What's like?" She didn't really get it. She's like, "What? Why do you say that?" I'm like, "Well, like Joel loves Ellie so much that he really can't bring himself to tell her the truth because he's so scared of losing her." And uh, like when I was like trying to explain that to Alexis, that's when it like kind of like hit me. I was like, "Oh man, fucking!" Uh, <laughs> even just thinking about it now, man, it's like. 
Like it's, it's powerful, like, bro. Talk- and, and like, especially after you spend all those hours with those characters, you feel like they're yours. Like they're yeah. your people. They're your friends. They're like, and it just hits you, man. And like, I, I almost cried at the beginning. Yeah. The beginning, the, the beginning scene. Like it goes with the watch emotional. thing. Yeah. And everything. Like, I don't even know if that would have been as impactful without that. What, what, what watch thing? Where she gets him the birthday present. Oh Yeah. She, wait, she gets, she gets him. Where'd she get the watch from? I can't remember. Hold on. He asks. He's like, "Where did you get the money?" She's like, "I'm dealing drugs." She like oh, jokes, yeah. but she didn't tell he's you. About her, but like, like yeah. yeah. But like that whole like, if yeah. you didn't have all that, like that was yeah. such minor character building, but it was so crucial to what happens. And like, so at the beginning of the game, for those that don't know, Joel. That your your protagonist. It's before the outbreak, right? It's twenty years. It's during the beginning of the yeah. outbreak. He has a daughter who's about you know twelve, thirteen, Ellie's age, right? And um, uh, at the very beginning, the outbreak's happening, and you're rushing through the city. You find like where they they got traffic stopped, and the guard is like, "Wait, hold, stop!" And you're being chased by zombies, people, blah blah blah. blah. And uh, he gets orders to kill you because he thinks you're contaminated. He's like, "But but he has a little girl," and he's like okay and he just like points the gun at you and joel's like oh fuck and like pushes his daughter out of the way and they try his to his brother dip. saves but um oh yeah his brother comes and uh shoots the dude and then you are you live obviously you don't get shot joel and but, but your, your daughter your dies. daughter does and it's like so emotional like he's just like no baby baby no come on baby like he's like they they show that whole scene where he's like like just in right and then her. it jumps 20 years into the future after the outbreak and the world's all fucked up and that's when he meets ellie and she's the same age then right. as his daughter was when she died and ellie's kind of like a little brat like a little smart ass you know so like he's he, him and her have like a a rough you know yeah. beginning to the relationship but you know they're, they're so well done the, aren't they the, like the characters yeah. just go to get like it's just the whole game is just oh, him man. him and ellie you know uh, their relationship and how it evolves and uh, it, it I mean it, but they, I mean that's the thing though is like this game like if you ask somebody what this game's about you can tell them it's about this zombie outbreak yeah. or like you can describe it so many different ways but what it's actually about is Joel and Ellie yeah. and their relationship absolutely it's about them forming a bond more yes. than anything like all the other stuff is just kind of to set that up yep it's really about their relationship I, I was really glad that um Neither of them died. Um, that way, you know, they could do a Last of Us 2. Um, Last of Us 2. Well, I'm not sure if both of them are going to be in Last of Us 2. Oh, what? Have you seen the trailers for them at all? No. Okay. They're I mean, it's not very open-ended. trailer, right? No, they're very open-ended. Um, but I'm under the impression you're going to play as Ellie. Oh, okay. And she's going to be older. Oh, really? But maybe it'll like bounce back and forth. And she, maybe like the trailers show all this stuff that like you don't know how it has anything to do with The Last of Us. Like there's one trailer where um, like these people are carrying this like chick as a hostage and then this like other chick comes in and kills them. But like it doesn't explain any of it. You're like, mm-hmm. what does this have to do with? And there's one where Ellie is like playing a guitar and singing a song. Oh, wow. That's the whole trailer. Okay. Interesting. May, I mean, maybe it's going to be the type of situation where you'll start as Ellie, but then it'll like kind of go back and you'll play as Joel. Like maybe, maybe it'll show you like how their relationship came to be. Where but I haven't seen Joel in any of the trailers. Yeah. I, here's what I'm, here's what I'm banking on. I haven't seen the, even seen the trailers. It's going to be, you play as older Ellie. Joel's probably dead, but it'll go, it'll have flashbacks where you play as Joel and it'll show why she's alone and probably what she did to like, you know, that might be the case. Um, do you understand shit? now having finished it? Why I said, I'm worried about the second one. How do you really recapture that? Um, I don't know. I, I, how do you, I, I can see what you're saying, but it's such a great standalone. You're right. 
You're right. I mean, they, they could never make another one, and I'd be perfectly happy. But that's no, I don't know. I really want them to make another one because I really said, loved it, and I want to play another one. I would probably buy but a I, PS4 to play it. I don't think there's going to be another one like that. Yeah. I don't know, But man. I want there to be. Well, listen, I want it to be that again. I want to feel that again. <laughs> it was so good. Look at it like this. The, the creator of that game, I mean, from what I understand, like, I mean... This this game was like his baby. He he. I, from what I was reading, because I was telling Alexis, I said I think they're making a movie about this. And then I started looking up articles. The last article I found was from February, where he it was like him saying like he hopes it gets stuck in development hell forever. He doesn't ever want it to get made. The creator of the game because he loves it so much as the you know from I get the medium it. he made. Which I, I totally understand. I agree too. Um, don't but get, I want another one because I want to play another well, one. That too. But don't get me wrong. I would also love to see a fucking Last of Us movie. I think that would be incredible. But you know, it is what it is. Just but like again, like I don't know. Period. I don't know if they can recapture that. It's definitely special. I mean, that it's game, spe- like that's the best. It's special. That game is very special. And I mean, like when I think about it's one of a kind. Like, when I think truly. of like my favorite games ever and the games that I periodically go back to, I think of Ocarina of Time and Resident Evil Two, Resident Evil Three. Like, there's a handful yeah. of these games, but the only ones that I can even think of from the last couple, like. From the 360 on, which covers like a 10-year period, yeah, longer than that, 360 came out when I was like 16, and I'm like yeah. almost 30 now, so like 14 years. The last 14 years, the only games that I can think of that I love as much as those early games are like The Last of Us, Alan Wake, um, Prey, yeah. Resident Evil 7. <laughs> is, is Alan Wake worth like diving into I, I played the first like couple hours of it but I didn't really like get super into it it seemed like too scary for me it's one of the best <laughs> games I've ever played in my life really you like I mean, it more than Last of Us no but it's right there really like I mean Alan Wake is so cool because like the story is not as good as The Last of Us but the story is what makes it so good like it's so good okay. like there's like, <sighs> it's very Shutter Islandy. okay Did you you watch that movie? Did you like that? Yeah, I did. It's like, it reminds me of that a lot. Mm -hmm. I don't, it's like, it's got this whole like aspect, like my dad's a writer. So like, I really like the aspect of like, you're playing this writer. I just, yeah, I'm not a writer like that, but like, I know how my dad, my dad writes novels. Like my dad's got books that he's written. Um, like I watched my dad my whole life. So like to watch this writer and the whole aspect of like, he wrote this book in a week but he's forgotten his memory and he doesn't remember what he wrote, but then he's finding pages of it and everything he reads comes true. Uh, yeah. It's just so that is cool. It's a cool concept. It's really fucking it, did, awesome. Did you play the and I really love the environment like that. The, did you play the sequel setting? Um, there's no sequel to Alan Wake. I thought there was, there's Alan Wake's American nightmare, which is like, that's, I thought it's that like was a, a standalone expansion pack. Okay. I thought, that um, was I did. It's very, very different. Okay. It's a lot more actiony. Okay. Still very fun. I really liked it. And actually, Alan Wake's American Nightmare inspired one of the main themes of my album, Beautiful. Oh, really? Uh, Cool. So the static that I refer to in Beautiful on more than one occasion, like I'm always referring to the static and every time I say static, it statics out. Yes. That was all um, influenced by the villain in Alan Wake's American Nightmare, which his name's Mr. Scratch. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Neat little tidbit of uh, trivia there. Yep. 
I tried to not all out steal exactly what they did, but sure. like it inspired me and I kind of created no, this whole cool. element in my album um, because was, of that. I was going to say, uh, you reminded me one other thing I did like about um, Last of Us is there's no boss. No boss. It's not what it's about. I know. I, and, but I liked it. I, I really was the whole fucking game. I was like, oh, God, there, as we go, there's going to be more fucking uh, more like faster, more annoying zombie or clickers. They're going to be faster, more annoying. Don't get me wrong. The, the guys at the end have more armor. and That's kind of annoying. But um, I, I just kept waiting for like, oh, when am I going to fight the big giant fucking deformed clicker in the room? You know, you do fight the bloaters at one point. But I mean, those those are just an enemy type. Yeah, they're just another pretty. They're just the stronger of the regular or enemy right. types. Um, so I, I was very thankful that like, I, I, I mean, I kept building that up Thing in my is, head is, and it like, never happened. Especially with a game like that, so narrative driven and everything, if you get to the end and then there's magically some big boss, yeah. like it kind of takes away from like, you're in this outbreak and the enemies that exist are the enemies that exist yeah. and it shouldn't magically just appear with a big baddie at yeah. the end. Like It was like almost it, like they tried to keep it like semi-realistic, you know? How did you like the end? I loved it. So how do you feel about the story in comparison to like games? Like where does that rank to you? I think it's the single greatest story I've ever played in any video game ever. You don't have to necessarily agree. I'm just curious. I'm trying to think of other like story driven games. Like I've even played like that. The one that I always think of is KOTOR. Yeah. Well, I've never played KOTOR. I know you've mentioned that several times. I, that's another game. Maybe I'll revisit. And it's so hard to play now. Um, man, it's we'll really <laughs> hard to go back to like even me, like it's very nostalgic for me yeah. and I can go back and play it. And I can get through it, but the first couple hours every time, I'm just like, fuck, this is clunky as fuck. Yeah. Um, Last of Us is by far the most um, the most intense story I've ever played on a game. Like as far as, you know, uh, the beginning, middle and end like a movie would be or something like that. I mean, I could I could sit here and tell you that one of the reasons I love Earthbound is because it has an amazing story and amazing ending and everything like that too. But that game is just more fun. You know, like, I mean, the mass effect trilogy had really good stories. That's what I hear. Um, you didn't play mass effect. I played through most of the first one and never the finished second it. one's far and away. The, the best, the first one got, it got really hard at one point. I got to like a planet where I had to kill some shit and I was like, I can't even fucking kill these people. And I the just second quit. one is far and away the best of the three. That's All three of them are good though. All three of them That's are worth playing, but I love those games. And the story was really good. People were all pissed off at the end. Yeah. It was fine. Me, I didn't care. There's a lot of games I, I, I really want to go back and play for just for those kind of reasons. Andromeda was trash. Um, that's uh, Mass Effect also? Yeah, the newest one's fucking horrible. I, that's right. Awful. Yeah, nevertheless, um, I, I, would, I would put Last of Us as, as far as story goes, one of the best games I've ever played. It's the best for me. Yeah. I like I, I think you could put Oblivion in there too. But I mean, it's, it's, if you it's put really Oblivion, broad to say like the best story because like it a is. game like Oblivion is hundred hour game. Well, I mean, for me, the problem with putting Oblivion in there is the campaign story is not what I'm talking right. about. It's everything else. It's the Dark Brotherhood and the Thieves yeah. Guild that made that those stories were. Yeah, but I think though, I, mean, though I'm, I remember when I first completed each of those stories, and I was just so wowed. But I think more and than then the when stories I went and played Skyrim, uh, more than the stories themselves, the actual doing those quests is just way more fun and cool. Than well, like for example, and I'm going to spoil this, but Oblivion's really fucking old. And if you haven't played it by now, you're a fucking idiot anyway. Um, <laughs> the dark brotherhood and yeah. Oblivion, it makes you kill all the people in sanctuary at one point. Yeah. And then you find out you are being misled. 
Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so like, not only does it tell this amazing story, but it makes you become a part of it. Yeah. And you don't even realize it. And then you, you have this moment where you're like, what did I do? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I feel you. Like, that's really awesome. And like with the, the thieves guild, with the gray fox, like there's one point where you meet the gray fox and you have no idea it's the gray fox. Yeah. And then you get to the end and you find out who the gray fox is and you're like, oh, <laughs> like, like yeah. those were so good. And then like, that's part of the reason why I never got attached to Skyrim the same way I was Oblivion is like none of the stories are that good. None of them. Not yeah. one of them is they're not close as good to as good as, as either of those. But I think the Thieves Guild and Dark Brotherhood uh, are still like mo- some of the most fun shit in a Skyrim. Maybe. I would agree. I would agree. But I think they're wildly disappointing in comparison. Okay. Like the mechanics of the game are better. Absolutely. Yeah. There's all kinds of things that are better like from a, a technical standpoint. Yeah. But true. like the content is not as good to me. Well, man, I, I mean, I could drone on and on about Last of Us and shit like that all day because um, you know, I, I'm glad that I finally, I'm, I'm glad that I finally got around to playing it and beating it because I don't know how many more games that are like tried and true classics that I really will have time in my in my life to even go through. But that's what I'm very thankful I did. Six bucks worth it. Well, well worth six bucks. What if you paid sixty? I, I would not be disappointed. Uh, like I said, okay. I, I would buy a PS4 obviously for, for you Last don't, of Us too. Obviously, you don't want to spend $60 on a game that old or whatever. Right. Like, you'd feel ripped off. But if we ignored all of that and you just played that for the first time, you spent $60, like, it's worth it. Yeah. It's that good. I, like, I want to play, I want to pay the $10 for the DLC just to, like, cause to have more of it, you know? Um, I don't think I'm going to go through it again on normal and again on hard or anything like that, but I don't <gasps> think I'm, that's going to be a game I'm a completionist on, but I just wanted to be able to say that I played it and experienced the story. I'm, I'm very glad I that's did. Fair. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, like, I, that's near and dear to my heart so hell yeah all right oh oh um i know we're getting we're probably getting close to time let me see i got a few more things that we got to run through but we can make them quick i wanted i wanted uh before before you get into it i did watch 400 days also if you want to talk about that i would love to talk about that (laughs) (laughs) all right so those that don't know we talked about this last week uh 400 days is a movie starring dane cook and some other people where they're locked in what's supposedly an underground like testing spaceship for 400 days and then they they're supposed they're just trying to be like astronauts and this is like a, it's final like a social test. experiment yeah um it was very weird um well i'm gonna go ahead and spoil the fuck out of this too so here it goes four or five minutes if you want to spoiler alert <laughs> um long story short i'll give it not a monster bash <clears throat> did you did you think it was ambiguous yes i did i in, in fact i thought the, the first indi- time I thought the ending was so ambiguous that I actually immediately like hopped online to look for what other people's interpretations of was it. Of the first it. time I watched it, I thought it was ambiguous. Okay. The second time, I knew it was not. And then I researched and got confirmation that it was not. And I I'm, I'm think you're going down the same road I am, which is that when they, uh, at the very end of the movie, spoiler, at the very end of the movie, they the hatch opens at, at exactly 400 days. The hatch opens where, uh, I'm not going to get into the whole plot unless you want to, but the point is they they, they open the hatch at one point because there's a fucking re- weird dude running around. Yeah, like the there's hatch another like, guy in there all of a sudden with yeah, them. The hatch is like letting in some like gas and fucking shit up. So they go out to try to see what the fuck's going on. They're like, fuck this experiment. Let's just go out. And it seems like they're on like a different fucking planet. And yeah. they insinuate that they're on the moon but then all of a sudden they insinuate that there's an apocalypse yes they, like they, a holocaust they meet or something some p- weird people outside that are acting so goddamn weird with no explanation it leaves you with this this question of is it a different planet or are they on the moon right or 
Was there some kind of like, catastrophic situation? event? Yeah. Or is this all part of the test? Right. And you, it's, you have to de- decipher which of the three it is. So the confirmation that I think you're alluding to is that the very end, when 400 days hits, by the way, they're, they're outside. It's fucking dark. They go da- back down. 400 days immediately hits. The hatch opens itself and it's light outside, which leads me to believe that it was obvious. The whole thing was just a fucking experiment and it's over now. And like by this time, two of them are missing. I think one of them, one of them may have even been confirmed that I don't remember, but two of their four people are literally missing by going out and fucking with the weird people. And then the hatch opens and like, that's literally the end of the moving movie. No explanation as to what happens next or what it was. Okay. So the reason that I've pretty much in my opinion confirmed that it's ambiguous it's not ambiguous and that it was a test okay the moment that i realized because i watched it the first time i thought it was ambiguous was watching it the second time i know what you're gonna say and when they come out of the um inside yeah they're looking around and one of them says those trees there's no more trees here yeah. Something to that effect, right? Sure. Yes. There were trees there when they went in. Yes. There's no trees there now. And it shows one of the girl's face and you can see the reflection of the trees in her mask. Oh, really? And I was like, huh, that's so on purpose. Yeah. What the and fuck? so that's when I started putting things together. And then I realized when they get to the town and they're walking through the town, some of the shots are night vision cameras. Okay. Somebody's filming them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I knew that, too. And even the camera was like, even though they, the, halfway through the movie, they lose communication with, like, Houston. And um, uh, the camera in the, the spaceship keeps, like, moving, though, and, like, focusing on them when they're fighting and shit like that, too. Even though the well, guy then, won't answer them anymore. Then I started to notice that all of the people in the town are the same people from when they went in. Yeah, they even say that. Like yeah. they they make a, a allusion or they allude to the fact that they were the people at the press conference. And Dan then, Cook does actually. And then you notice that um as soon as each character figures out that it's a test, they disappear. Ah. Like they took them out of the test. Hmm. They get separated, all of a sudden they're gone. Might be honest. It's right there. when they come to the conclusion. The one dude comes to the conclusion thinking about his son. Dane Cook comes to the conclusion with the chick because he's yes. like, You're on the magazine. Yeah. And they, they realize and they take him out. And then but then there's the scene where she's like the 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 last two people is the girl and this other dude that were like a weird relationship or whatever. But she's like bandaging him up because he got hurt. And uh he's like, Where'd you get that first aid kit? She's yeah, like, and she said She's like, uh, I had it on me. He's everything like, had a barcode. Yeah, he's like and she's like, uh well, let's just get you fixed up. And like it, it's just not addressed after that. So Well he's, he says like, something to the effect of Everything on the ship has a barcode on it. Yeah. And there's no barcode on the medical kit. Yeah. And there's this whole thing where at the beginning, when they're going into the thing, the guy that's running the test on him whispers into her ear. Yes. And then he's asking her what she said and she didn't want to tell him. And then she has this excuse later and everything. So she's obviously in on it. Yes. And then, um, you notice that like I, I, I picked, I didn't pick this up on my own. I picked this up from Reading. the explanation, but the explanation, they talk about how she gives everybody shots. Yes. And she doesn't take one. Oh, so all of these things start to come together. And that's when you start to realize like, 
No, this is all part of the experiment. It's like a giant hallucination, essentially, at that point. Well, when they go outside, maybe that's why the trees reflect off that's of hers, what, but that's those why, people don't see them. Right, is because they all took these things, and that's why the one dude's hallucinating seeing his kid. Yeah. Dane Cook's hallucinating. Like, they're all hallucinating. Yeah. Except for her, she didn't take the shot. That's true. Yeah, so that is, I mean... it. So the first time I watched it, I, I, when I finished it, I thought it was ambiguous. Yeah. The second time I watched it, I put it all together, and then I got more from reading online. I mean, during the movie, obviously they, they, they kind of, it, it's not like it's all just like per, like uh, you had to just be so perceptive. I mean, some of the shit they literally shoved on your throat, like the first aid kit, the night vision camera. You just got to put it all together you to make ha- sense of it. Right. You just, yeah, exactly. As soon as you see that. And then I think that the night vision cameras, like I can't believe that's like one of those things after I caught it the second time, like how did I not catch it yeah. the first time? Like that seems obvious, but like you just don't notice it. Yeah. I just assumed it was still, I mean, I, I the trees fucked me up. Cause when I saw it, I was like, Oh, that is like, crazy. it was like a moment where it clicked. Well, seal the deal for me was the opening of the hatch and it being bright out. That kind of showed me like, okay, obviously this is all a fucking like scam. Well, it even has the, it even has the moment where the thing's shaking and they're like, obviously they're being moved yes. to another location. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's um, a good point. So, after that, is your perception of the movie changed? Well, I, I I still don't give it a monster bash, but it was enjoyable. Um, I don't know that I'd even recommend it because the whole time I'm watching it, you're just kind of like you're you're kind of waiting for something to happen. There's not really much of a payoff, if you ask me. The acting is good, and Dane Cook's actually pretty like he's like an asswipe in it. If you don't like Dane Cook, you'll like this movie because he's very <laughs> unlikable. Um, but I like Dane Cook. I mean, sure. don't but, you feel like he's the smart one the whole time? He's yeah. the one that puts it all together, and everybody else is like, nah. And he's like, nah. You're all fucking dumb. Like, but, come on. But they make you think that he's crazy yeah. by saying that because like his screen flashes like she's poisoning yeah. you and shit yeah. like that. So I mean, I do. I I I enjoyed it for what it was. But um, if people ask me like, is it something I should watch? I tell them to go watch uh, Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle instead. <laughs> I tell him to go watch four episodes of see, Melissa and Joey. All right, so. let me ask you this. Do you see why I wanted you to watch it so that we can discuss it? Yeah, I it's do. It's a good discussion movie. Yeah, it is. Okay. Um, it, it has like a lot of, you know, there's a lot of cool, interesting parts in it, but um, I just, I, like I said, I don't think there's ever, one, there's like hardly any payoff, but it's very, I mean, it's it's a subtle type of movie if you're into the, the kind of shit. There's not really any twists or anything, but. I feel like it kind of is like lost though. That's part of the reason why I thought you'd like it. It's it is. It's kind of like lost. It keeps presenting you with these questions. Yeah, I guess I could see it being and it drags it, you along with that it's kind of the same way lost does that's a good point it is in that same it's a very similar vein to that um and i like that kind of shit and again you know it is what it is it was okay but i just want you to tell you by the way i i bought this hat for seven dollars at the gas station today and i'm just loving it it looks pretty good I really like it. Seven I bought, bucks. I bought this hat for five dollars at GameStop on clearance. Destiny Two hat on Destiny Two merchandise on sale. At- <laughs> the land, go Cavs, go Cavs. Some some guy asked me today how I like the game last night, and I was like, I don't watch sports, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, all right. It is what it is. So we're gonna move on here. All right. I got three topics left that I want to touch on before we can okay. touch on whatever you want. We're done. Yeah, let's do it. Michelle Wolf roast. Oh yeah, I posted that on Facebook because uh, somebody else on my friends list had liked it. Well, I kept I got on Twitter and I kept seeing it every to, to, to explain for those listening that are yeah. unfamiliar. Michelle Wolf, who is a comedian that works on The Daily Show, mm-hmm. she was invited to the White House Correspondents' Dinner where they like roast everybody in Washington. Yeah, like Stephen Colbert did it a few years. A whole bunch of people back did when uh, George Bush was in um, office. But Michelle Wolf did it, and she was fucking ruthless. Yeah, she really, really, <laughs> really started eating people up. 
and it was great. It's it's if you have eighteen minutes to spare, watch it's it. worth eighteen minutes. It is um, like I know that that's a long time to watch something on your phone or whatever, but like that's why when I shared it, my caption was like, "This was worth every yeah. second that I watched it." Like it was it was hilarious. Well, I got on Twitter and I kept seeing like I follow a lot of comedians. I'm I, I like a lot of comedy and shit. So every comedian I I follow was posting shit about Michelle Wolf, and I've heard of her, but I've literally never seen her face until yesterday. Do you not watch the Daily Show? No, I love I the Daily Show. Um, I, but I I I I've heard of I've heard the name Michelle Wolf a lot. I know she had a popular comedy special a few months ago, but anyways, um, so I, I seen somebody post the actual full video. I was like, cool. Cause I kept seeing snippets. I was like, right. that's funny. No, you yeah, that's funny. Thing, but, yeah. And when I watched the whole thing, I was like captivated. She was really funny and like cool. And, uh, it's I not really want to go. I want to watch funny. the rest of her. It was like, she was really ruthless. Yeah. And when they Subtly weren't having ruthless. her shit, she just was like, shut the fuck up yeah. <laughs> and listen to this. And she would just keep going. You're like, Oh my God, she yeah. is going ham right now. But so many people are like uh, giving her shit for, she made one joke about um, the press secretary lady, whatever her name is. Um, she says, "Oh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders." Yeah, I she, fucking hate her. She made a joke about how she, she was making her mad face on stage about how she burns facts and then uses the ash for her eyeshadow, smoky <laughs> eyeshadow. That's so. And then everyone just took that joke and ran with it. About said, "How dare she talk about someone's appearance?" Like she literally wasn't She's even talking about her appearance. First of all, she said she gave her a compliment that said she had awesome smoky eyeshadow. The joke was more about her burning her, facts. Her burning f- facts and lying, which, you know, if you want to say like, you shouldn't be telling her she's a liar. That's one thing, but she not once did she talk about someone's appearance. Well, let's fashion. also like, I'm not into body shaming or anything of that nature, but let's just keep it all the way fucking real here. Sarah Huckabee Sanders is a fucking potato. Yeah, yeah she is. <laughs> yeah. She's not much to look at. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to cut that new clip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like the joke where she made about, uh, she's like, you know, uh, she's like, I'm she said, she said, I'm Michelle frizzy hair, small tits or something like that. Yeah. Talking about her name. Watch it, man. It's it's super funny. If you can, if you, it was on political humors, Facebook, I, I don't follow them, but somebody else I follow does. And they're the ones that posted it. So check it out. Michelle Wolf. She's super funny. I'll, yeah. She was, awesome. I immediately start, tried to go download her comedy special. She, she had the, it. she had the whole like something about grabbing by the pussy. And she was like, oh, he said yeah. it first. She said, he yeah. said it first. And it was so like, it was so, you could tell when she started doing that. He said it first. Yeah. Like that wasn't like her trying to be funny at that point. That was her like justifying it. Yeah. He said it first. <laughs> like, like there was a little fire in her yeah. and you were like, Oh and yeah. Then she, and then she has the mic drop at the end or she, she shits on like the journalist for like, um, uh, she's like, you, you know, you, all hate Trump, but you're the reason like he's, you know, she's like, you love him. You're making you're money. You're all getting him. rich off of him. And then at the very end, she's like, thank you. Flint still doesn't have clean water. Yeah. Mic drop. Fucking rad too. <laughs> at yeah, the correspondence like, dinner. Yes. Yeah, that was dope. It was awesome. I thought she was phenomenal. She was. I, I, I'm, I a, she was I'm a, she got a new and fan. I, I'm a fan. I'm going to tell you this too. I'm not trying to be sexist. Okay. I'm really sorry, but I just don't think women are funny. <laughs> I don't think like, like women comedians, like if you think about the best women comedians, they might have like moments of being funny. Sure. And chicks general generally think they're funny. Yeah. For a dude and most dudes, I find it really hard for us to think chicks are all that funny. Yeah. Um, it's not like a misogynist thing. I just, I just don't think they're as funny usually. Um, like people pull out like Sarah Silverman and what's the chick from, uh, train wreck little Amy Poehler or I'm an Amy Poehler, Amy Amy Schumer, Amy Schumer. Yeah. Her and like, uh, fat Amy from pitch perfect. Yeah. Like they have moments of being funny, but I really don't think any of them are like 
consistently funny the way a lot of male comedians but are. I, I won't I won't interrupt your thought too much, but I could recommend a couple that I think you would like. But I've on. tried a lot, and I've never really. And I agree man, with you I to thought, the, for the most part. I thought this Michelle Wolf thing was like 18 minutes of hysterical, like yeah. just, I was dying and I was like, damn, <laughs> she funny though. And I've seen her on the Daily Show a bunch of times and never thought she was that funny. Yeah. Like she has moments where she's sure. funny, but it's more like I think of typically, she, 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 she ate them up. She's about to get her own show on Netflix. Well, I'm interested now. I'll watch that shit. She's, that like shit said, was funny as fuck. I'm a new fan. Yeah, she, it was good shit, man. I like her. I'm glad we agreed there. Yeah. All right, hold on. My next topic here. All I right. got two more. All right. Um, back to the DS. Okay. I started playing Pokemon Ultra Moon. Okay. Um, I have not played any of the last couple Pokemon games, so I haven't played X and Y. I haven't played um, Black and White 2. Okay. I think I did play Black and White, although I don't mostly remember them, but I did play them. Okay. Um. I haven't played Heart, Gold, and Soul Silver. Yeah, and I haven't played Omega Ruby and Sapphire, whatever the Alpha Sapphire or yeah. whatever they are. So I haven't played any of those. I'm really excited to play the remake of Ruby and Sapphire and the remake of Golden Silver because I love those games as a kid. How uh, legitimately? How long would it take to run through a Pokemon game, like for a non Pokemon player? I mean, uh, is it like twenty hours? It depends. It depends on how you're playing it. So, like, if you're trying to catch all the Pokemon, it's going to take you a long time. If you're just trying to get through the story, you can do it a lot quicker. Okay. Um, you do have to, like, level up your Pokemon. So, sure. like, there's a little grinding grind, involved. Yeah. But it's not anything too crazy. Um, but I really love, I've always loved Pokemon. I've tried to play them all, but I've missed uh, quite Try a few of them. Try to play them all, Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've missed a few, but I'm, I'm starting Ultra Moon. I haven't played Moon or Sun either. Um, I just got Ultra Moon, which is, like, the newest. Yeah. It's pretty impressive because it's like it's not sprites anymore. Yeah, it's and like, like 3D. even like black and white and everything, they were like three D, but they were still sprite. Yeah, like like it played the same. Whereas this one, like you're in a full three D environment. Yeah, I, I actually, I, I'll tell you what, I actually started Pokemon Sun, I think, and I played through like the first thirty minutes of it. But um, that's, the, that's the most Pokemon I've played. in I'm still years. very early on. Yeah, like my Pokemon are level ten or whatever. Okay, but. It's pretty fucking awesome, bro. Yeah. It's pretty fucking rad. Okay. Um, I remember playing like black and white and thinking with the uh, graphical direction that they took that it was getting far away from what it was and going off into this like new area that I wasn't really feeling. Yeah. And after playing this, this is a lot like it's like they took it back in a direction a lot more that I wanted it to be. Okay. So I'm I'm really into it. I'm really liking it a lot. Um, I do think the game could be much better if they have like the kind of the fixed camera angles, kind of like you would have had in the old games. Yeah. But it's like 3D now. Yes. So I think it would have almost been a lot better if they would have done like a over the shoulder view. I think it would have been a lot more fun to explore the world that way. Oh, okay. I'm hoping that they do that with the one on the Switch. Oh, yeah. I, I don't gonna, know if they will. I was going to ask. I, I thought they said they were making a, an official Switch Pokemon game. Right? They are. And, and it's in all likelihood, gonna they're going to show something at E3. Sweet. Um, they hmm. say that there's a chance it could be out this year. Oh. Most likely it'll be next year. That, there's a chance it could be out this that'll year. That'll be probably be the first Pokemon <clears throat> I play through completely. 
I love the old ones, but um, I mean, I, I grew up. I was like a kid right at the right time for that and yeah. everything. So like, that's I was why probably I like thirteen or fourteen by the time they really got like really popular. Like I was in elementary school and we yeah. all had Game Boys and on recess we're trading Pokemon and battling. Oh, so that's like, like it was perfect. perfect. Yeah, it was like right when it hit. Hell yeah. Um, so I got into the cards and everything. Yeah, but um. I always like my ideal dream Pokemon game was I wanted it to stick. First of all, I wanted it to be in Kanto, which is the original region for the original 150. That's the one I grew up with. That's what I wanted to be. I like the other ones. They're cool, but like everything's kind of a little watered down to me now. Like they're trying to recapture that and it's still cool, but it's too not many as good. Bu- too many bullshit Pokemon. Like the Pokemon designs aren't as good as they were. Like just a lot of stuff like that. But um, I will say I always wanted it to play kind of like Ocarina of Time. I want it like graphically to go like in that kind of style and like obviously prettier now, but sure that type and then like kind of in a world like that. And I think they could do it without question. Maybe I think, th- I think, uh, game freak or the Pokemon company or whoever's making those. I think they would do really well to study breath of the wild. I was going to say if they could do it like breath of the wild. It would be really amazing. Like I've never played the, the uh, monster hunter games, but it sounds like that's almost like an adult kind of version of Pokemon. <clears throat> like it, it maybe the, if they kind of take some pieces of like, especially I've, I've seen how that game plays like graphically and shit. I mean like kind of like an over the shoulder 3d, you know, um, I don't know, environment, 3d environment. Um, that's probably, I, I would imagine that's going to be the direction they'll go, but it'll probably just make everything more epic and big and huge and crazy. Like, I mean, if they gave it the breath of the wild treatment, it would probably go down as well. A classic I saw, sure. I saw when they announced that they were doing this for the switch, um, whatever the company, Pokemon company or game freak, I don't remember, hmm. but whatever company's making the game, they tried to like quell people's excitement. Like, look, we're making this, but like, don't, think it's going to be anything too crazy and all that. And that kind of turned me off except for after now having played ultra moon and seeing what they did with that. I am, I'm feeling a lot more hopeful because even okay. if it's very similar to that, I think it'll be really good. Okay, cool. I do. I, I'm really impressed with what I'm seeing. Dope. The star Pokemon kind of suck big old bags of dicks though. <laughs> yeah. They're not real impressive. They're I like boring. looked up like the final evolutions of all of them. They all look like trash, bro. <laughs> I'm not into it. But other than that, it's pretty cool. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's fun. I'm like sure I'd me. like it if I actually gave it the time of day. I'm eager to play more. Mm, okay. Pokemon. I, the only Pokemon game I ever finished completely was Pokemon Snap. Uh, that game's awesome. I mean, that game's cool, but that's like not anywhere close to like what is cool about Pokemon. Nope, I disagree. It was cool. You didn't even play like Fire Red or Leaf Green. Those are like <laughs> the good, only other Pokemon good. game I've ever played is Pokemon Yellow. Um, Pokemon Yellow was cool. I, you want to hear a true story about that? Sure. When I was a kid, I got in trouble right right when Pokemon Yellow came out. I got in trouble at school and I got like a detention that I had to take home. I had my parents sign and I didn't want to have them sign it. So I faked sick the next day. Mm. I didn't go to school. So I have to tell my parents. Yeah. And my mom, because I was sick, she brought me home Pokemon Yellow, brand new. Like, here, feel better, baby. And then my teacher called my house and was like, yeah, he was supposed to have detention. That's probably why he's not at school. Oh, shit. Did she take that shit away? No, they didn't. I can't believe they did. I don't know, because if that was my kid, I'd have taken that shit so fucking, what the fuck are you thinking? My parents were nice to me. Yeah. My my story about Pokemon, I got it in an interesting way also. Um, my At the time, I was probably 14 or 15. Um, I had a Game Boy Color and my dad was dating this lady and uh, she was like living with us with her daughter. She was like 
I didn't like, we didn't, I was at that like rebellious age and we did not get along at all. But for whatever reason, I don't remember why it may have been because I like passed my driving test or whatever the fuck I might've even been 16. I don't remember. But point is she like bought, she bought it for me for some fucking reason as like, kind of like a, you know, can we be friends type of thing? <laughs> and like, I would it, be friends with somebody that bought me a Pokemon. It, game. it was so out. Like, yeah, we could be friends. It was so like uh, abnormal that like, I was like, oh, oh wow. Maybe I am the little asshole. You know, that's all. How did that turn out? How's the relationship now? Oh, bad. No, no. Fuck them. Her and my dad broke up like a couple of years later, probably mostly due to the stress Fuck I caused. But <laughs> I moved out as soon as I could though. So. Oh yeah. Well, all that's right. <laughs> I got one more. All right. Let's hear it. One more topic. We touched on this last week, but I got to play Miramar on Xbox One for the PUBG. Oh, tell us about it. It's so cool. I want to play it some more. <laughs> is that, I was playing it last night and it was lots of fun. And then getting chicken the dinners on it? shut off. No, I, I was streaming trying to chicken dinner so hard. Mm. I got like five one point. I got oh, yeah. eight one point. I got really close a few times, but I did not get it. You're but streaming it is, on Twitch? Yeah. Cool. It is so fun, but I'm really disappointed that they... And like they just shut the server off and now I just got to wait until they finished it. Oh, they already shut it off? Yeah, it was only for like a week. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and it was only certain hours of the day that you could do it. So I couldn't <laughs> even do it when I wanted it. That sucks. Fuck. No, that's cool though. But it was so much fun and I really enjoyed it. And is that going to be DLC or is it going to be free? No, it's free. Okay, cool. Sweet. The game right now on Xbox is still in early access. Right. <clears throat> so it's not even the finished game. Okay. They're basically saying like you're playing this while we're still finishing the game. But um, it was so awesome. I loved it. I want to play it some more and I can't. I want them to hurry up and put it out. And Wait, now I want is there, Savage, any, is there any, ETA, awesome. any ETA on that at I'm all? I'm sure or? it's going to be soon. I mean, it, the game, it was basically Done. playable the same way Erangel was. I mean, there were a little bugs. Like at one point, um, I was way outside the circle. I went outside the circle to get some loot. Yeah. Be away from everybody. Okay. And then I'm rushing to get back in the circle. I'm going like all the way across the map on like a bike. I mean, like it was all intentional, so I'm not tripping. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, my health is getting eaten away, but I, I went out knowing this was going to happen. But I'm like flying across this bridge to get back to the north side of the map. And I just fell through the road <laughs> and just died. <laughs> so it's still not. Finished. But other than that, like I played it a yeah, bunch. That game's, that, a was glitchy, the only, that game's a glitchy piece of trash. What that was the only bug that I encountered the entire time. Hmm. And okay. it's, I mean, well, for that good. to be on the test servers, like that's pretty good. Um, I loved it. I shabby. can't wait for it to come out. I was really excited about it. It was really fun. I want, I want to play Miramar some more. Well, let me know when it's back and I'll get on there and play with you around and then never, play, yeah. never play it again. It's so fun, bro. <laughs> okay. If you say so. Like I never, I, so good. I, we talked about Darwin project last week. Have I'm, you tried, that. have you tried Fortnite at all to see if you like that? I've only played like three matches on it. And did you like that? Mm, not really. I didn't really like Fortnite, but I love, I, 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 I just, I honestly just think that competitive first-person shooter games are not for me. It's not a first-person shooter. It's a third-person. Okay. Competitive, competitive, shooters, at competitive all? shooters, yeah. You liked Halo, though. Um, yeah, that was different. I mean, it was different because Halo was exceptional, and I, I understand that concept. <laughs> I totally get it. I like Destiny like, competitive, too, but I'm not like so a try-hard like on it, but um, I don't know, man. I just... I guess I, I can't say I don't like competitive shooters. I don't know what it is. Maybe just the Battle Royale does not appeal to Show me. Show them your watch, bro. It's so cool. Oh yeah, yeah, I just looked down and saw it. Uh, you can't see it. I uh, made a cool, made a cool little iconoclash. Iconoclash watch. <laughs> yeah. What kind of watch is that? Ga- uh, Galaxy Gear S2. How do you like it? It's cool. You can get them uh, used for like seventy five bucks. This one's pretty sweet. 
I like it a lot. It, the the I battery on this is terrible, but I think it's because I got it refurbished and the battery is already kind of bad. Uh, I, I want one so bad. Yeah, you, I seen one at Gadget Ease out in uh, Saw, uh, Sawmill Road for 75 bucks the other day. I was looking for a webcam for us. Oh. So, yeah, but, we got a new camera coming, guys. New camera coming. This, this one? This camera that you're watching us on, yeah. it's going to be upgraded. Yeah, this one here is the good one, and uh, we're using it for the far away cam. That's why we look sweet, but... Um, then we got the snow behind. We do us. like a cool like shot for like a screenshot. There we go. That'll be good. Yeah, that'll be cool. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. Man. We'll do another. Here, we'll do a photo for the Instagram. For the gram. That's fine. Do it for the gram. Um, I do want to get, uh, watch a Infinity War. Hopefully by next week I will have watched that. Oh yeah, I don't care about that at all. But no. you can talk about it. You're you're such a Let dummy. See. Let me see if I can get like the bat in the back. Okay. Hey. All right, let's for the gram with the green screen for the gram. Yiddick photo shoot. Ah! Okay, <laughs> it was the sound effect for the photo. Oh, that's good. It needs that. Well, we got anything else all you right. want to drop on a man? You good with all that? Nope. We're we're at uh just ooh, a little after two hours. That's a ooh, pretty that's a good, good show. One. We got a we got work to do. Oh, yeah. Don't forget about me. Well, let's let's see. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We will um, catch you next week. Oh, probably around the same time. It's Monday evening. It's kind of what our, we've been going with. So, yep. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Yep. Bye-bye. Yep. Yep. Bye.